Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio should play the villa. Michael B. Jordan to be Mrs. Star. Urge Jilly use the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about bullshit pictures. Lilo DiCaprio should play the villa. Michael B. Jordan to be Mrs. Star. Urge Jilly use the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about bullshit pictures. Welcome to the show. Your favorite actor, my favorite actor. Our favorite, favorite actor, actor, like 60 Minutes. Oh my gosh, are we doing this already? <laughs> already. <sighs> Alright, y'all know what that means. This is another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, whatchamacallit, the podcast where we're supposed to be talking about movies, but easily get off subject and get to talking about something else. But you can almost guarantee that we might maybe mention the individuals who make up the name of this here, John. Man, you already know it is. Psych. It is Mr. Invisible Man himself, Leo Archibald, also known as Leo the Average, also known as, you know, like Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens. Uh, you know, I'm Peter Party Starter, you know, back when it's Avengers time. I'm Belly Rolling. I'm Nate Yawine. But, but don't forget that it's Wah. the the Nagin King, or uh. the Lion Nate. Once upon a time in uh, Holly Nate. Or once upon a Nate in Hollywood. Once upon a time in Nate. <laughs> uh, or you can call me Spider Nate Far From Nate. Nate Story 4. Naraw. Naysterday. Naladdin. Neighbor. Nady Bell Comes Home. And the Naywell. But everybody really knows me as the one and only Fitbit Messiah himself. Oh, we know that's not true. Roly. Who are you? Who, 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 who? <laughs> yeah, so I thought they was, or yeah. I thought they were saying New Orleans. <laughs> new, 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 new. Ah, uh, yeah, it's your boy Joaquin Penny's over at Gay Butcher, Gay, Gay, Kanye, Taylor Joy, Van Zet, aka Kai Dollar Sign, aka Gap Boy, aka Fossil Man, the Fitbit Messiah. I ain't got nothing on my wrist right now because I'm loose wristing it. Um,. Terry Hightower, Chevy K, Chorus Kojo, Cool Breeze, The Kingpin, uh, Dion Ember, Raymond Kane, what else? Uncle Harmony, The Big Man, Big Night, Hoodie K, King Sleep, Sweet Lady. <laughs> Would you be, be my sweet love for a, a lifetime? lifetime? I'll, I'll be there. Hey, if you, you need me, me uh, just calling. Receive me yeah, like a, a birthday gift. You made me mess up the word gift. Yeah, you said like a birthday boy. gift. I said gifts for one. Okay, and that's even worse. <laughs> I was going to give you the benefit of the doubt. No. No fire. <laughs> huh? <laughs> See, you, you crumbled under pressure. You said <laughs> no. no fire. I don't know what that means. Uh, I have said you ever no. seen Miss Doubtfire? Oh I said no. No diggity. As in no doubt. What's the funny? Okay. Anyways, before you just infect the mic with... Anyways, like a GPS. All right, you've seen any new movies since the last episode. Oh, my gosh. When was the last time we did an episode? Let's see. Uh, I guess... I can't remember what I watched on TV, but the last movie I've seen in the... Oh, won't do that again. last movie I've seen in the theaters was The Lion King. 
All right, I saw that as well. What did you think of that, uh, John? I thought it was pretty good. I can see why the um, audience score is so much higher than the critics' score. But I don't know what the what was the critics expecting when they went to go see the movie. Yeah, I don't know what the expectation should be, but I thought it was a pretty good movie. I stayed awake in it, so I always give extra points if I stay awake <laughs> in a movie because I fall asleep in any and everything. <laughs> had to see Avengers uh, Endgame twice just to make sure I've seen all the scenes. Um, but I thought it was good. I thought the child um, actors did a good job as Simba and Nala. Um, who else was in this movie? Uh, Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner were really good in it. Um, they were probably the funniest parts. Uh, if for some reason, it felt like Donald Glover and Beyonce wasn't even in the movie that long. Nope. <laughs> Especially Beyonce. Yeah, she surely didn't say that many words. But even... Well, yeah, I thought that was good. I thought the song was good. I thought uh, when Timon and Pumbaa were trying to be a distraction and Timon was about to sing Be Our Guest, I thought that was funny. Uh, yeah, I thought it was, I mean, it was not is what I expected. It looked real good. John Favreau, probably one of the most talented directors out there now at this point. When you look at his filmography of what he's directed, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. So I it saw didn't it blow me away or nothing. But. So it's not the wind. All right, so I saw the movie as well. Um, see, I, I have to put a disclaimer on my review for the movie because I was never like a a huge Lion King fan. I was never a huge fan of the Disney movies. So people would be like, yeah, Lion King, one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm like, cool. It's <laughs> nowhere near that for me, but to each his own. So this movie, it was cool. Like I mainly, uh, what I enjoyed about it was the the viewing experience. It looked awesome, like you said. Uh, that part was just done really well. So I would love to just see that whole process of putting that together. Um some of the voice acting I thought was really good. I thought Seth Rogen, like you said, Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner were probably the best parts of the movie because they were funny where they was like kind of breaking fourth wall with the the thing you said about the Beauty and the Beast song or when they were singing uh, Akuna Matata and how it does the transition from young Simba to older Simba and they uh, made yeah, the joke about how <laughs> when we started the song he was 400 pounds uh, lighter. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. Um Always forget his name. Is it Steve something who played the bird? John Oliver. Woo! <laughs> Definitely not Steve. <laughs> I thought he. I thought he was good as well. Uh, Mister, uh, I just recently was told how to pronounce this man's uh, name. Chidoway, Edgy yeah, Four. Yeah, somebody who's like knows how to pronounce those that type of name. She told me how to pr- probably pronounce. It. I was like, oh, I was botching his name from for a while. He was like. <laughs> Uh, it was (laughs) i thought he was really good because i kept forgetting that was him because it kind of didn't sound like him for a while you know if if john fowler didn't already use idris in jungle book as the villain (laughs) he would have had idris a scar okay okay, i guess i can't get idris for this (laughs) but because he could have used he could have transferred that whole uh, jungle book cast over to this he could have got the little boy little boy could (laughs) have the voice even though i thought the little boy from uh Little, I thought he did good. Yeah. All the, the, the girl from us did good as Nala. Yeah, they were all good. Uh, it was just, it was just unfortunate because, like you said, it felt like Donald Glover and Beyonce were barely in the movie. So what they did did not really stick out to me, and it just felt like when they did speak, it was like they weren't even like giving them much to do. 
like like content wise so their performances didn't really stick out to me and i was a little upset about that and then towards the animation everybody's been saying this and it definitely bothered me at the beginning i got used to it and it was the facial expressions on those animals it just looked so funny like i understand like it's realistic you can't really be making these animals have the smiley faces <laughs> but unfortunately when you transition it to look like that it just <laughs> and since it was just a major it was just all animals there was no humans to like kind of separate it they really did look funny when they was trying to show emotion or like you know a sad scene would happen and he kept the same facial expressions throughout the I whole i thought they was flick. about to have a tear drop out of his eye and they did if he did that that would be insane and everybody somebody asked me like all right what would you rather have them do i was like i don't know <laughs> I can't. I cannot. I honestly do not have a suggestion of how they could have switched it. He probably it. did as best as he could. So it looked good. That part really just was so weird to me, and I got used to it throughout the movie. But it was still like a a flaw, I guess. But even though I don't have a suggestion to how to improve it, and I would have just liked to see something like I don't want him to change the story. But since you stretch the movie out for about thirty minutes, instead of showing scenes like. Simba's hair traveling all this long way to <laughs> get to Rafiki. I would have liked to see like more jokes thrown in there, which they did do. But to make up to you, since the runtime is stretched out, I want to see more memorable moments that don't take away from the movie, but add something like to this new viewing experience. So it doesn't feel like we're watching the same exact thing from a while ago, just with some deleted scenes thrown in there. But like just from a, of a filmmaking uh, point of view, I thought it looked amazing. I definitely think like you know for like nomination for visual effects wise, it should definitely be up there because it looked real. It looked it looked realistic, but it also looked animated. But when I say the animated portion, that I think that's more of a plus. Like you're able to show that it looks real, but also show like hey, this is still actually animated. So it makes you appreciate the fact that it's animated more since it doesn't look like. You just took that out of the from the Discovery Channel, just threw that on here. Right. Like, nah, like we worked hard on the animation to make it look realistic. So it was real good. And, and when I see that, it makes me think: when other movies do CGI, why does it look so fake? Yeah. There's, there's no excuses when you're doing a live action movie and you just gotta have a second of CGI for it to look fake. If John Favreau can two times. Or with Jungle Book and with this, cats. make it look very real. Cats looks terrible, and and uh, with the faces on there, they look insane. <laughs> Jennifer Hudson looks nuts. Yeah, she looks crazy. She, but and she's the most noticeable out of them. I don't like that. I can't tell. I couldn't tell which one was Taylor. Swift. Yeah, I really couldn't. I just assumed it was the skinny one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew like which, that. you knew you can tell which one's James Corden and uh, Rebel Wilson, because they got Rebel Wilson doing being big and smacking her stomach <laughs> and doing all this. Always, then you know which one's Judy Dench. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, I, when I was watching Lion King, I realized I was like, I must have seen Lion King a lot because. Words like as they were as the movie was going on, uh, I knew ex I started to be able to know when they was about to say certain things. <laughs> I'm like, I'm having a flashback. I haven't watched Lion King in quite some time. <laughs> I'm like, I'm having a flashback. I'm like, Rafiki about to get his stick out. Next thing you know, <laughs> yeah, I knew like Rafiki was about to do that. But one thing is they didn't put as much emphasis on like. I mean, I guess they show a good amount of Timon and Pumbaa, but certain things you didn't get the exact personality traits that was like in the cartoon. But for the most part, they did did all the scenes, and I think they did it well and let the 
mainly let like Seth Rogen, Billy Eichner, and Donald Glover add their own little flavor to the rose. Everybody else was kind of straightforward. John Oliver kind of added his own little thing because he was good. But yeah, I like I don't like the what's his name, Keegan Michael Key. Oh yeah, oh yeah, him and uh, Eric Andre. Yeah, they were funny. They had their own thing. So, uh, the w- one lady who, in real life, had like a big head that played the other hyena. I, I kind of wanted all three of them to be more together and not one of them be like the leader. I mm-hmm. thought that could be funnier, but because then that just made it seem like it was two villains. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Scar. So he was a jerk. When he when he was blaming Simba for killing Mufasa, yeah. that was nuts. And I, I was like, "Hey, I, I want to see the, I want to see Muf, uh, Mufasa splat on the ground." Like, I'm very, I'm very, that would have been so graphic. Show these kids how how, how graphic it can yeah. get and keep the PG rating. Uh-huh. I want to see that little. I want to see that kid. Back in the, the day, they could put nudity in PG movies. <laughs> then in this, you can show that cat get a. The them <laughs> horns from them, <laughs> them antelopes smashing into yeah. him. He showed me some like cuts. He was just laying on the ground, fine. Yeah. He's like Vin Diesel when he Vin Diesel drives off yeah. the side of a cliff. Yeah, and slams, no <laughs> slams, <laughs> slams the front of his car into the ground. <laughs> Man, that that was sad. Mufasa trying to climb up that uh that rock, struggling. struggling. His scar with the help me. Like, he said he said it with authority because he knew in his head there ain't no reason for Scar not to help yeah, me we help me get up. We brother, he probably <laughs> caught by surprise. He's like, what? That's a terrible way to go out. He, Shocked. Yeah, he's he's probably like, I know my brother a jerk, but I know he ain't about to let yeah. me hang down. He's like, give me help me. He literally gave me the paws. Scar, and- yeah, Scar put his claws on top of his paws. And we do smack him off. He did something wild. <laughs> he just scratched his arm and then let yeah. go. Like fall, Mufasa buddy. Mufasa's scream was crazy. <laughs> and then Simba's reaction. And then ran away. I don't. I feel like the the mom and the family and stuff wasn't as sad as nope. they. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess they did. They just thought he died. They didn't think he was still out there. But still, yeah. But still, even when they found out he was dead. The reaction wasn't that strong, yeah. and and for some reason Simba's very fine running away from his family. He was like deuces, like I killed my dad, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, eventually, and how long is between when he first meets Timon and Pumbaa and yeah, when he see him as an adult? Because we all know animals grow at a rapid pace. Mm-hmm. It was probably like a couple months. <laughs> Just chilling. Yeah, but the music, the songs were good. Uh, I I thought. I wish they would have added like you know a little more flair to make those scenes stand out, and I really don't understand why the the uh, that can you feel the love tonight? It's not ever performed at night, or at least let it get a little dim while the song is going on. Like it looks so crazy just seeing it in the bright sun. Like I got these little beautiful mint little nighttime lyrics, and it's just so bright out. I was like, yeah, but and then when the end came, it was like, right, action time. <laughs> and seeing animals fight is almost as boring as watching Godzilla <laughs> get the fist to cuss yeah, some other big titans. Like, right now. Yeah, it's like all they all these animals are doing is standing up on their hind mm-hmm. legs, uh, jumping on each other, biting each other, and like kind of hugging. Scar tried to hit him with the okey doke when he said, "I'll do whatever." Uh, yeah. <laughs> you need me to do it. He told him to go away and never come back. 
Scar walked away, did the fake out, turned around, <laughs> jumped on him. I got you. Yeah, that was whack. That's why you got eaten by all the hyenas. <laughs> yeah, that's that's dark. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I just would have liked them more moments to be entertaining, but I mean, it's really just. And then at the end, they teased, they teased the sequel with uh <laughs> oh with the new kid yeah i was like y'all better take this y'all better keep this i mean we all know they made that straight to dvd uh <laughs> lion king 2 simba's pride and i'm like that's what he's teasing I mean, and then they made lion king one and a half where it was told from timon and puma's perspective i mean if the jungle book could get a sequel there's really they, just no reason why the lion king can't then they did the lion guard that still comes on tv and that's about is that about simba's son or is that about simba's son son I mean, y'all can keep it. Can't remember. This movie made so much money. <laughs> like, when I saw them numbers, like, I forgot Lion King was at mm-hmm. one point one of the highest yep. grossing movies of all time. It was the highest animated for a long time. Like, sheesh. People really love them from Lion King. <laughs> but even though people was walking out of my theater, for some people, sorry, some people clapped. It was a nice uh, chunk of applause, and people was like, movie was whack. I, like, I, I want to see what's whack. I, I wish my eyes could see both sides of it. Like, the movie is, like, it looks too good to be whack. Yeah, if, you, if people never, love Avatar, there ain't no reason why you can't love this Lion King. No, James Cameron, this Avatar movie better be. If he ain't got the technology, it better look, it has to look, the characters better look completely different. Like his, this, his 3D better be, like, I feel <laughs> like I'm in the room. He better film it with a new technology, not yeah. IMAX, not Dolby, not uh, yeah, you film, to make them not re- digital. Tell them to build a new special theater for yeah. when this movie comes out. That's what I'm expecting from this. This is going to be in regular theaters. <laughs> regular, not 3D. going to be whack. I, Paper 3D glasses. I saw an article that said there was about 20-something Marvel movies that came out since the first Avatar. Yep, it's been like 22 or something crazy. Like, But... That's One, I want to know what numbers this Avatar is going to do when it comes out. Oh, if it don't hit 300 the if first. It, it better, it's going to look whack. They're going to have to get a heavy hitter in it, like Michael B. Jordan or Dwayne Johnson or somebody. Bring people into the theaters. Yes, they got They got him. Sam uh, no, ever. He ain't been famous since the last one. <laughs> and Zoe Zaldana, the biggest actress of all time. Yeah, she, she surpassed uh, she got Scarlett Johansson because she's in Avengers, Endgame, and yeah, she Avatar. Got the, she got the two highest grossing movies of all time. Man, she can't can really brag. <laughs> like, y'all would be sleeping on me. I want <laughs> I want $100 million a movie. I think Michelle Rodriguez, she she in multiple top ten movies. Yeah, but they Avatar, Fast Seven. They still gonna get their WNBA's type of checks. Fast Seven's like number eight in yeah. the all time. Everybody had to say uh, bye to Paul Walker. I almost called him mm. Paul George. Paul Walker. All right, you yeah. seen any other movies since The Lion yeah, King? I think that's it. All right, I've seen a couple of or a few other flicks. Uh, keep it at the movies. I went and saw this flick by the name of The Art of Self-Defense. I forgot about that movie. Jesse Eisenberg. And in my defense, I fell asleep on some key portions of this movie. They just kept <laughs> popping up. I kept waking up like, when that happen? <laughs> but, um, this movie is a very odd, but like in an interesting way. Like, it's very weird, but to me, I was captured. I was, I was... Pulled in by the weirdness because the plot is just like I'm not even really gonna explain it, so you should just go see it yourself. It's just what happens in the movie. It's just very weird. And Jesse Eisenberg gave like a very Jesse Eisenberg esque performance. Like when you just <laughs> you think know how of, Jesse get down. When you just think how he plays, like he 
I would say a lot of the times his personality just rings off in his performances. So you kind of have a, a inclination of how he's going to speak, how his character is going to be. It was like he was Jesse Eisenberg on crack, and it, <laughs> well, I thought it was very good, and I loved every minute of or every minute of it. Um, I feel like this movie was kind of convoluted because it was kept trying to say something, but then it blurted by trying to be dark and weird. So I get, I, I feel like those type of instances was kind of messing up the quality. So I, it's hard to say like how good it is, but also I'm only saying this because I fell asleep on a couple key parts. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so without seeing the movie, like, you know, all the way through, I, I enjoyed it. Just all the aspect that it was very different, very weird. And it would definitely be something that I would want to go back and watch again so I can fill in those, those, uh, those missing spots and everything. So That's right. One of those, uh, AMC artisan films or whatever yeah, they I call these. I don't know why they changed it to that. Even once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very confusing. But okay. I want to know why that's that. Uh, speaking of little artsy fartsy movies, on the old Fire Stick, I watched Under the Silver Lake, which is with Andrew Garfield, and it's the 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 next movie from It follows director David. Oh yeah, Robert or Robert David Mitchell, or Mitchell or David Mitchell, Robert or David Robert Mitchell, whatever his name is. The director of It follows. This is his next movie since then. And this movie was trash. Okay, so he's he's starting to show that I don't make no more uh, good movies. And I could, I mean, of course he loses points for making this movie and it not being good. But it's only not good because for one, it's long. It's like two and a half hours. And this movie is literally meant to be seen a thousand times because <laughs> he throws so many decoded messages that no one in their right mind would be looking for on the first view. So when you watch the movie and you start seeing like this character decoding these things and trying to figure out this this disappearance of this person that he met one time, <laughs> it's just it is so like what and. You are trying to be too smart for your own good. Like this, I get it. You want to be smart. You want to like hide some messages in some movies. But to the, the way he did this was just crazy ridiculous. Like a couple of little little side stories, how he was throwing those decoded messages into the story and then trying to resolve them at the end to the point. Kind of like you don't even really know it's resolved. It was just like, it was so weird. The build up, all the weird build up was nowhere near. Um felt accomplished once the end of the movie once you get to the end and everything's like like you see the outcome of everything like really like this is it like i'm already mad that you decided to go out and look for this person that you met one (laughs) time and y'all's little uh hangout wasn't even like as mind-blowing or it wasn't shown to be as mind-blowing as it should have been for somebody to go through all this work to try to find this person but it was just, it was just, yeah, it was too smart for his own good. So he really got in his like artsy, heavy thinker bag. And in those movies, I really like to watch them, but I'm gonna keep it honest and say if it was good or not. Something like Enemy, classic. Something like Under the Silver Lake, no thank you. <laughs> so yeah, see that at your own risk. Uh, next at the theater, I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Had super hype for this movie. I wanted to see it, but I couldn't commit to nearly three hours at the moment. Uh, those is, that's that's something you really got to think about. But for this movie, it flew by, and I didn't I didn't, I didn't touch a 
stab asleep when I was in that theater. Mm, that's how I, I know that movie's good. Granted, I know I will fall asleep, <laughs> yeah. but I still think it's good. I mean, mind you, I had a bang before I am, but, <laughs> but I didn't feel it. Bang. I didn't feel any sort of sleepy. Um, I had high hopes for this movie. Got Leonardo DiCaprio teaming back up with Quentin Tarantino the first time since Django. I was like, ah, oh, yeah. And then you throw Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, and then the, mm-hmm. the movie takes place around the Manson family era. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm definitely hyped for this movie. So then I saw the John. Did it live up to the hype? No. <laughs> but that doesn't take away from the fact that it was a great movie. Like I had, I had like best movie of all time type of hope up there, and it didn't meet that. But it's still a great movie to put in Leonardo DiCaprio and Quentin Tarantino's catalog. The movie basically doesn't really have a narrative, of course, like his movies seem to do quite often. But you're just basically just hanging out with. Leo's character and Brad Pitt's character as they do things together separately, all while showing us, uh, you know, just showing us Sharon Tate live pieces of her life. And I thought that was good because it kind of like showed us the time like Hollywood was in at this point. Like no longer are these super big Western TV shows, super popular, starting to transition over into um, people becoming movie stars and things being a little different. So just seeing this actor who's fallen off and seeing how he's transitioned into that at one moment in his life I thought was very good and of course with Quentin Tarantino the way he writes his movies makes up for the fact that they're not always the most entertaining but they're entertaining because the dialogue is entertaining to watch and listen to and he loves to get great actors who fit in perfectly with these roles so it makes those moments and scenes and those words even better so, I mean, not not a lot physically was happening in the movie, except for to the end, because the end gets ridiculous, as all Quentin Tarantino movies are known to do. <laughs> but up until that point, it was very tame, but it was still entertaining because of the dialogue and the performances from the trio of actors. Uh, Leo killed it. Um, I felt like, even though he killed it, Brad Pitt was probably given the more better stuff in the movie but he still killed it there was a very funny moment with him interacting with who was supposed to be bruce lee (laughs) and in that movie i was ready to throw brad pitt's character cliff booth into the category of heroes or actors who aren't playing superheroes but have superhuman abilities (laughs) (laughs) yeah he must have put the pause on (laughs) he was unbeatable in this movie when things were happening i was like Oh, really? Could he, he ain't up there with the Vin Diesel's or, or the yeah, Dominic no, Toretto's. No, he, he got legit powers. Yeah, but he like right under the Ethan Hunts <laughs> of the, the cinematic world. That is, if he was if he was a put into action movie, he seemed to be unbeatable. Um, so I thought he was good. It was funny. There was a very funny scene where Leo and Brad's character are narrating this TV show that <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio's character in. And if any other actors were doing that, it probably just seemed like this is a basic scene. <laughs> but just hearing them narrate it was very funny. I thought so. I thought that was dope. Then it gets to the ending, like I said, which is ridiculous, but in a good Quentin Tarantino fashion. Of course, he puts his little spin on everything. So I thought that was very dope. So like in the scheme, like of the year, it's probably definitely going to be in my top 10 unless we just start getting great movies after great movie going forward but you know i had such high hopes for it that it's not its fault that it didn't reach it but still great movie that two hour 41 minutes flies by um and then afterwards on netflix i watched this film by the name of i had to copy and paste it because it's so long i never remember what it is 
uh, extremely wicked, shockingly evil and vile, the Zac Efron picture about Ted Bundy on uh-huh. Netflix. Something I always have my uh, remote hovering over. <laughs> Trinkets. <laughs> Suffer through something I don't like. Yeah, I almost went over to Trinkets. Always Be My Maybe. <laughs> like, That's oh. a good movie. But Trinkets, <laughs> which I saw them announce season two, but oh, also it was called Final Season. I heard that was like, we already cancel it. Y'all can't, y'all can't. Two seasons they is gotta, canceled. They got to finish it. It was finished when I watched that first. Oh, man. The, the writers will tell you they meant it to be two seasons. <laughs> yeah, they were like, uh, this is the type of show where you, we wanted to get in and get out and tell mm-hmm. its story. We didn't want to drag it on. Right, okay. So you could have just made that all one season. But, you know, whatever. You got canceled. It's fine. Um, but, yeah, so I watched this Zac Efron picture. Watching this movie, I was reminded once again that I would just rather watch a Ted Bundy biopic <laughs> because it took. I, I understand what they're what they were trying to do, and that was that's that's a good idea to try out. Just every idea ain't gonna work out. It's basically just taking how people look at him, like how his like the ladies in his life looked at him, and how like the people from the outside look at him before they start hating him. Like how he's just like this charming, super nice guy that you don't think would do this. And that's how they try to portray him for most of the movie, and that's how they looked at him. So I understand that. You don't want to do what all the documentaries are doing, showing him kill all these people, blah, blah, blah. But but that's the more entertaining stuff. Like, you got to – whoever did this movie had to be a great writer, and they had to make those type of scenes very good. They had to make the scenes where he's in court very good. They had to make the scenes where he's interacting with people, trying to convince him that, nah, I ain't the one – I ain't the one killing all these little girls. <laughs> they got to make that good. But unfortunately, they didn't have the strongest filmmakers behind it. And then towards the end of the movie, they show a clip of him, like, finally admitting to that he he did, um, he was the one committing all these murders. And they show, you know, his character committing it. And I was like, see, I'd rather see a full movie of that. <laughs> Not the what I got, so... I was very unimpressed with this movie, but Zac Efron was good. He just, I, I just don't see Ted Bundy when I look at him. I don't think he <laughs> sounded like him. I don't think he looked like him. <coughs> like, if he was just playing any person in a movie, I thought he did a good job. But just playing Ted Bundy, I just, I don't see it. Like, even in the movie, they had a sketch of Ted Bundy, and it looked nothing like Zac Efron. <laughs> like, okay, if he's playing Ted Bundy in the movie, y'all should make the sketch at least look like the Zac Efron Ted Bundy. <laughs> Not the real life one, but whatever. It was kind of confusing, but you know, whatever. So I wasn't really, wasn't really feeling it. But I think that's about all I watched. I mean, I watched a couple of documentaries. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love you now, die, which is on Netflix, HBO, about <laughs> uh, the gu- the guy kills himself. His girlfriend gets blamed and charged with involuntary manslaughter because she was over text messages telling him to do it. <laughs> you know, basic stuff nowadays. <laughs> so, you know, you get to watch how the prosecution went about the case and how the def- the defense went about the case and you see the resolution. I was I am firmly in the belief that she shouldn't have been arrested because people out here telling other people to kill themselves left and right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even after she, <laughs> after that uh that case made worldwide news, People were on her Facebook page telling her to kill herself, <laughs> and, and they didn't. Die. They didn't get arrested. So you get to look at it like you know she was. I mean, she, don't get me wrong; she is a terrible person, <laughs> but she shouldn't have got arrested for it. And they they dropped some knowledge about you know how he constantly was trying to commit suicide beforehand. <laughs> he was basically there's a lot of stuff going on mentally with him. So 
to me, it's just you really can't firmly take 15 months away from somebody's life because of that. But, you know, it's a good it's a good juggle of emotions. You get to see it from both sides. So I think it's good. So if you into documentaries, definitely check it out. And then I finally watched uh, Fire Fraud on Hulu. That's a good chuckle. Mm-hmm. Wanna hear a funny, funny documentary. You want to hear about idiot scams, <laughs> the how in the world people got away with it. Yeah, that's most of the documentaries I watch got to be about some sort of fraud, yeah, that was scam. A, I, I got to watch that about murder. There, <laughs> got like the Theranos one. I forget what that one's called. Well, that's good. But yeah, so I think that's about all I watched. But we can uh, move into some topics to breeze through over the last couple Drew. weeks. But but first, it's time for crossover movie idea time. You got and once upon a time in Hollywood. <sighs> Go easy, uh, easy. Quentin Tarantino's making a remake of Lion King, but it's in the movie form. So, Quentin Tarantino's playing himself in a movie about him making a remake to Lion King. And Leonardo DiCaprio's doing the voice of Dalt Simba or something. (laughs) (laughs) That would look... That would sound so crazy. (laughs) But, all right. Cool. Go check that out in theaters uh, near you very soon. Uh, but let's move on. Let's start out with some trailers that happened or that dropped recently. First up, Cats. We were kind of discussing it earlier. Yeah. All right. What do you think of Cats based off of uh, your earlier spiel? Looks very, Not really feeling it. It looks very whack. They bragged about digital fur technology. <laughs> now, after seeing Lion King, that's what fur is supposed to look like. Seeing this trailer high. to Cats, everybody needs to apologize to Sonic. The Sonic director, because this looks whack. So it's just they just they just uh, cut, copied, and paste uh, the celebrities' faces onto these uh, uh, cats' bodies. It looks very silly, and they should they gotta do something. It looks it looks dumb. It just only thing that is makes me want to know is. What's the plot of this movie? I never knew what the plot of the play was. They're singing. <laughs> Seeing this weird looking movie, which I was very anticipating how it would look because I couldn't imagine and I definitely wouldn't imagine this. I, I just got to see. I just got to see how the movie is. Like, I know this going to win a bunch of awards. No, it can't. <laughs> this will not win. I, I'm hoping people will hate it. Yeah, it, I, it looks hateable. I could, yeah, I could see it being like. Bashed because they could, lay miserably. That did good, I think. Yeah, that one like a. I was definitely nominated for a bunch, a lot of acting, a lot of singing but stuff. This, this is different. You got because this one you got to get past the digital fur technology first. I feel th- like something is either gonna be bad or Jennifer Hudson's walking away with the Oscar for best song. <laughs> oh <laughs> so, yeah, she can get. <laughs> Somebody's gonna get that. Something's happening. And the new girl, I can see her walking away with best actress or something. I can picture it. But I can picture it also being up for some Razzies. Mm-hmm. I can picture being nominated for both. It got Razzie vibes. <laughs> this movie looks crazy. So I'm just like, dang, how y'all going? Of all people, how y'all going to make Taylor Swift look the most unnoticeable? <laughs> yeah. Dang, dang she's the most famous. I saw Jason Derulo way more than Taylor yeah. Swift in this trailer. He did some crazy little dance move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this movie looked whack. <laughs> and I was so thrown off, I didn't even realize that they were all like little small little cats. Even the scene that they were jumping on the beds, I still did not comprehend yeah, that they were actually the size of cats. I never thought about that because, you know, in the stage play, it's normal human body yeah. size. So that's why I was just like, when I, when I was really to that, I'm like, 
Are they going to be like humans? If they're going to be that small, <laughs> they might as well have just done actually animated cats and just had them doing the voices of them. But are there going to be humans in this movie? Not cat no. humans. One had humans. a fur coat on. Yeah. One- <laughs> Was it an Idris? I, what- bet, I swear Idris had chains on too. What? Is the fur, what is what is the fur made out of? Is it cat fur that these cats are wearing? Where skin to that? Because that would be a human in their world. He's killing other cats and draping them over his shoulder. Speaking of fur coats, in the trailer, I just recently, even though it's been out of like a month, recently watched the trailer to uh, Black and Blue with Naomi Harris, that cop movie where she got the camera or the body cam and she Ooh, catches her. Whatever her her uh, partner uh, being a crooked cop or whatever, but and it has a black tie in it, of course. But also oh, okay. it has um, uh, Mike Coulter in it. So they have two same skin color black dudes with bald heads. So that's one too many. But he's like a, a street <laughs> villain in it, and he walked in fur coat chained up. Mm-hmm. That doesn't fit Mike Coulter. He don't got that. He ain't got that style. Man, would have made it even better if he had a scully on tip sideways <laughs> like Ti be wearing. Nah, he didn't want to do the scully. He let the clean shave out. Nah, that's too cold. But uh, if I'm not mistaken, Tyrese had a do rag on in this, and Tyrese ain't got nothing to wave down under there unless he's giving himself a hot oil treatment like I like to do. <laughs> but the way he was dressed, he wasn't giving himself a high oil treatment. Yeah, that movie looked whack. I think <laughs> they they finished that movie or filmed it and finished it very fast. I think he, I think I kept misinterpreting this movie for Morbius because he was shooting Morbius around the same time. Right, but knocked I was like, him out, did him same time, same outfit, probably. <laughs> yeah, the same set. <laughs> like, can we can we share the Morbius set with y'all? Mm, might as well. This is gonna <laughs> fail too. Morbius. Jared Leto reaching for the stars because he struck out with Joker. I can't wait to see a trailer for that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, cats. Morbius. I think. I thought first. I thought cats was serious, and then when Taylor Swift's character had the catnip little bottle in her hand, and, they had uh, to put some humor in it. They would. Uh, big girl. We just rebel. yeah rebel where she was you know making big girl jokes in the movie. Yeah, I didn't. I was like, oh, let so her do something else. Yeah, like she doesn't always. She's not <laughs> that. She's not fat, fat. So she doesn't always have to be the fat person and everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, huh, this movie is gonna be interesting, especially yeah. when you don't hear no dialogue really, and it's just really singing. Yeah, can't really tell the plot. I ain't in the mood for that. And for people who ain't seen the play, you ain't really capturing us. But it's coming out around Christmas. It's gonna make a bunch of money. <laughs> Kind of like holiday movie. So unless Jumanji and Star Wars say no, no, no. Yeah, don't play with uh, Rock and Kevin Hart. Hudson. Put some Dream Girls. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's over the hit. Uh, but okay. Chandelier. Oh my gosh. All right, moving on to the next highly anticipated trailer that dropped. Zombieland Double Tap. Hey, I did watch that trailer. Was released. What did you think about this uh, highly anticipated long in the making sequel? It looked cool. Nothing. It didn't like. It didn't have nothing in it so far that made me like, oh, it was about to be crazy. But it looks good. Looks like a good follow up and be interesting. I see the new characters they added. I I like that they had like uh like Thomas Middleditch being <laughs> another like version. Jesse, of Jesse. Yeah, Jesse Eisenberg. They had a see, I was Luke, Luke Wilson <laughs> as um Woody Harrelson. See, I was worried. I thought, uh, what's his name? Was going to be like playing this tough guy or something. <laughs> I was like, no, thank you. I don't want to yeah. see that. <laughs> and I'm glad they made uh, Zoe Dutch. 
her name? Oh, yeah. you pronounce it? I'm glad they made I ain't never see her play like a little bimbo type of character. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting to see the acting performance she puts on in this movie. First time I seen her act was in a movie I ain't like. <laughs> so she got a lot of proving to me. <laughs> proving herself to me. Yeah, she usually just plays like the all the movies and stuff I've seen her in. She's been playing that just like you know, typical normal girls like she knows the dummies, but <laughs> she ain't really that. But she is a love interest, you know, more normal and whatnot. Maybe crack a joke here and there. But uh, I was the only thing I was worried about with this movie before the trailer drop was like the way the plot sounds, the way y'all acting these characters. Yeah, please don't have Emma Stone being like the beginning and then don't come back to the end. Yeah. I was I was <laughs> fearing. I was like, she got the Oscar now. Y'all probably didn't offer up enough coin, <laughs> as you and your girls will say. Oh my god! So she was like, all right, I'm gonna only give y'all about fifteen to t- ten to fifteen minutes of screen time. And I was worried, but based on the trailer, it looked like she's in it a whole bunch. So that I'm happy with. Did I like break out in laughter in the movie? Is that anything in the trailer? Nah, but I ain't gonna doubt the movie though. I, I have confidence in the writers. I have confidence in the actors. Uh, it's got Emma Stone in it, so you already know it's gonna be good because I'm biased. So I'm looking forward to it. And Abigail Breslin, just funny looking at the posters. She was knee high in the yeah. first one. Now she towering over everybody. Knee high <laughs> like a peach soda. I'd have said knee high like some socks, but whatever. Because that's way too easy. Mine yours was is, fire. Yours is whacking. It makes no sense. Dollars. Um, but yeah, so looking forward to Zombieland Double Tap to come out this Halloween. All right, time to... Halloween kills. Halloween ends. See what... Shout out to Danny McBride. What just cracks me up about that is they were doing all this hubbub when they were... After they made the first one, it was like... We was going to uh, shoot the first two back to back, but we didn't want to jump the gun and this James. one not make any money and no one like it. And then we just have a sequel just sitting here that we still got to mm-hmm. drop. <laughs> but then the first one, people like it. It makes money. They're like, All right. Okay, now we're going to do what we originally did. We're going to shoot these next two back to back, whether y'all like this sequel or not. Keep it pushing. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting, but should be good. Um, but yeah, so trying to go into what had the streets a blazing, a bubbling. Uh, talking up a storm, as the kids would say. That's what the kids say, right? Mm, I don't think so. Uh, okay, well, whatever. Um, phase four of the MCU was released at Comic-Con recently. They announced that on the movie front, we are getting Black Widow this coming May. Mm-hmm. I'll, just, uh, I'll, just, I'll just go through them all, then we can... Break it down like you build something and then dis exactly. <laughs> this dude got himself in a corner. I the word break it down didn't come closer, there didn't come out fast enough. But uh, so yeah, so we got Black Widow coming in uh, this or this coming May, then after that, we got the Eternals coming in November, mm-hmm. then May 2021, we got. Doctor Strange uh, in the Multiverse, Multiverse of Madness. Of Madness. <laughs> a very uh, long title. Yeah. Uh, then after that, in all I did was touch the top of his back, and this dude leaped probably, probably about fifteen feet into the air and in length. Yeah, he get me spooked over no reason, <laughs> little weirdo. 
Like Winston, don't act like you ain't seen people before. That was you got crazy. a very slim memory. <laughs> that was crazy. He's like, if I don't see you on a daily basis, I don't remember you. <laughs> but uh, for what I skipped the movie, uh, I ain't trying to be racist. So Shang Chi yeah. and the Legend of the Ten Rings starts out this long, <laughs> out this long title, two thousand one, yeah. two thousand twenty one, around uh, Black History Month time, February twelfth. Yeah. So get your lady. Valentine's Day, yeah, time to hit. Take her go see Shang Chi. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect date night movie. Valentine's Day. <laughs> it was yeah. like you thought. Uh, you thought a uh, Black Panther was the perfect yeah. date night movie. You ain't yeah, seen nothing on Shang Chi. Go see some karate chops. <laughs> you go karate chop a bouquet of flowers. <laughs> karate chop a heart. Yeah, that's, that's what Asian keeper does. He don't shoot arrows. <laughs> he just karate. He throws ninja stars in the eye, <laughs> make you fall in love. Like, I think I'm in love. My back bleeding. <laughs> oh man! All right, <laughs> shoot fortune cookie papers. <laughs> See them at school? They just ball up little fortune cookie paper and throw I it at each other. Mental, <laughs> Do you? I got a, I got a mental picture of somebody. Somebody with one of them books that you used to get, like Pokemon cards, in with all them clear sleeves with fortune cookie papers in them. You flip it on one side, you can see the numbers. Other side got advice on it. If somebody collected those, that would be wild. Cookie. I'm about to start doing that. I'm going to go get some Panda Express later. <laughs> go look at all my fortunes. I give you what came true. Like, dang, this, this one, one fell. This one was tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta. That should be. That's a kind of a movie. Every time I get a fortune cookie, they gotta do what it says. <laughs> be like Trooper Dare. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not like Trooper Dare. <laughs> Throw Joey King in it. Okay, then you and know who, it's gonna be whack. <laughs> who's an Asian? Aquafina and Joey King. Oh yeah, because yeah, because Aquafina. We gonna talk about that in a second. Asian gotta have Aquafina. What's her real name? Because you would think by now, now that she's been in so many movies. It would nah, be you Jessica gotta, Aquafina you gotta, Chan. You gotta, you gotta. <laughs> <laughs> I you're gonna laugh because that might be her last name. <laughs> I'm gonna look that up. Um, all right, going to the last movie that's on the docket for Phase Four, coming out in what, November 2021. We got Thor: Love and Thunder. All right, and then. Breezing through the TV shows that are coming out for Phase Four, coming out uh, in 2021. I want to say, yep. We got starting things out. We got the Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming up first, and that's dropping sometime in the fall of 2020. I think I said 2021, so don't listen to me. Um, after that, we got WandaVision coming out spring 2021. If you want to see how uh, Vision is alive, check mm-hmm. out WandaVision. And if Vision can be alive, we all know oh who else is going to be on WandaVision. You did not see Aaron Taylor Johnson strut across hey, that stage. See, so he's, He didn't want to. He is dead, dead, as <laughs> he, you kids would say. He, he, he didn't choose to. And then the animated first inter, first animated entry into the MCU is What If? That's dropping summer 2021. And then Hawkeye coming fall 2021. 
And that's all we got on the actual docket. And then it was also teased with your boy, as you like to call him. You call Hershey him Hershey. Bar, Ali, Mahershala Ali. <laughs> it was revealed that he would be playing Blade in what I assume is a movie. Because he got two Oscars. You can't be just yeah, playing. Yeah, can't do TV shit. <laughs> yeah, he, already, he gave y'all True Detective with the one Oscar. He ain't doing no TV shows again <laughs> with Especially the two Oscars. No streaming service yeah, TV show. You can make too much money. So I'm assuming he's going to be Blade, and that's coming in Phase 5. Also announced that we should be hearing news about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Captain Marvel 2, Black Panther 2, and Fantastic Four. And the uh, mutants. Yes, yeah. Mutant-related shenanigans coming in the future. So hopefully uh, at D, was it D23? Mm-hmm. Whatever the little Disney... Of con when they got coming up, so maybe we'll hear it then, or maybe we won't hear it for a while. I don't know, but yeah. So basically, they dropped them them gems. Aquafina update is her, her name Jessica Chan. Her real name is Nora Lum. No uh, wonder she goes by Aquafina. Yeah, Nora. She's Lum, younger though. than I thought. I thought I don't know why I thought she would be old. She's like twenty five, thirty one. I thought she was in her twenties still. <laughs> <laughs> her filmography is getting high. Yeah, she got. She started off with bad rap. Neighbors 2, Sorority Rising, Storks, Dude, and this is now this is all in a short time period span. Storks, Dude, Ocean's 8, Crazy Rich Asians, The Farewell, Paradise Hills, Angry Birds 2, Jumanji Next Level, The SpongeBob Movie, It's a Jesus. Wonderful Sponge, she Breaking is, News in Yuba County. As the as the Instagram girl says, <laughs> she's she booked, is booked and, and busy. And not to mention her TV shows, she uh, dark the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance, Tuka and Birdie, which she got was, canceled. Yeah, it did she got a couple episodes of Simpsons this year? That is crazy. <laughs> yeah, she is very busy. Yeah, she so. did some episodes of Future Man. So, I mean, kudos to her. Saturday you know, Live. I ain't a fan, but you know, good for you. Mm. But uh, so we'll go in order of releases. So we can start with the first joint coming out. Um, Black Widow. And she has a television show coming out of her own called Aquafina. Black she Widow. Can keep, she can keep that. Um, <laughs> so what do you think about Black Widow dropping in May? Because I thought, I personally thought that was for the big movies. Well, I'm guessing they confident since that's their their next one up. I guess they going, going for it. I think it should do fine. It ain't, it ain't the other movies, but it ain't going to fail. This is Marvel. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, they probably looked at their dock, it was like, hey, we only got... We already started filming this one, Just we just yeah. jumped right into it for some reason. Yeah, like we messed up and fired James Gunn, so we ain't got time to put Guardians out, because he over there doing that Suicide Squad garbage. Yeah. Uh, Black Panther is going to take a lot of work, so we can't throw that out immediately. We need something quick. What's well, quick? Yeah, we already just Shang-Chi. dropped Spider-Man. We got to get an actor first. Right, and we I guess we got to put it in prime position since we killed her off in Endgame, and people were mad that she didn't get a funeral. <laughs> so yeah. this is I'm our- glad they, they explained it. It was like, she got her own movie coming out. Yeah. She don't get a funeral scene in this one? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> that's what we're going to do. Give her our own movie so we able to just quickly do away with her in that movie. Well, this pushing. movie does real great. We get a sequel? Prequel. Or they just ignore it? D- tons of prequels. <laughs> Go back even yeah, farther in time. Gonna be so we- they're gonna do something. Uh, I trust the. Now they better not do nothing. They already busy. They got <laughs> they got this Fox stuff to deal with. Yeah, they got that. Then they got all the movies they announced. Is none of the sequels except for you know the 
sequel's not announced. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Thor might be done, but so they got that opening. Yeah, but they... what if Eternals is good? What if Shang Chi is good? Yep. And Aquafina better not be playing the love interest in Shang Chi. She better not be love interest, nor should she be a hero. She's playing the Cat Dennings character. What Cat Dennings was in <laughs> Darcy? Yeah, yeah, when she was in Thor, she's just gonna be a little funny little sidekick. All right, but uh, keeping it pushing. Uh, uh, before we uh, move off of that, I heard uh, Black Widow apparently might have more fight scenes than any uh, Marvel movie. Um, <laughs> interesting seeing that. Keeping it moving, we got the Eternals. Now, the cast of Eternals is Richard Madden from, I believe, uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, Rick, Rick, one of the Starks that died during the Red Wedding. Um, directed by Chloe Zhao, uh, Kumail. Ninjiani, did I finally pronounce his name right? <laughs> Ninjiani, dang it, I was close. Something like that. Uh, Lauren Ridloff, Brian Tyree Henry, aka Paperboy from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And, hey, I'm doing at least two, three big movies a year. Aka Atlanta will never get made because <laughs> if he's booking stuff like this, yeah, this and, movie and you know Lakeith is busy. Yeah, Donald Glover is busy. We all know Donald Glover right, so. <laughs> doing all kind of stuff. And he has to take time to actually do the behind the scenes stuff. I was saying, well, then they have to write it? Yeah. Then, oh my gosh. Then he has to line the schedules up and they're going to be like, it's never going to work. <laughs> then that show's done. <laughs> yeah, it's over. If, if Issa Rae is struggling to make Insecure, then you know Atlanta can't be yeah, made. It's over. The, the whole cast are stars. They do <laughs> a season every two years. And you, <laughs> at the most, we'll get it in five years because it'll take so long to and that, that's the other because since Donald Glover is one of the writers, producers, directors, you got to wait for him to create the show. And then there's only four actors on the show, so <laughs> you gotta can't you can't give no lines to somebody else because there's only four of them. Yeah, and then he, hopefully they don't rush through it just to get it out because that'd be whack. Dang, that's rare for a show for the whole ensemble cast just to be four people. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> they all got they like all right since we ain't shooting because they go, all legit famous and doing big stuff. movies. <laughs> Uh, some shows, you know, the people be waiting until the next season. Yeah, like, <laughs> just just waiting. Game of Thrones. Um, all right, we we got Selma Hayek also in it. Leah McHugh. I don't know as a character by the name of Sprite. Oh yeah, that little girl. I don't know what that is. Um, Don Lee and Angelina Jolie. This comes out in November. Um, so so what I say? What, what was what was What's the biggest surprise from that cast? Uh, nothing. Still, still probably the who each actor and actress is playing. So like Selma know. Hayek. I, I was looking at all the side-by-sides of the characters they were playing. She's playing like a stocky man. Or in the comic book, he's a stocky man. And like her age, it just, it just seems very odd. But Isn't Ajax a character who was in like Deadpool or something? Yeah, I don't, it's, I don't, it's not the same one, though. I don't think yeah, that's confusing. Well, yeah, I got the two <laughs> of the same character names, um, but yeah, I think still Angelina Jolie just looks so weird yeah, in Marvel different. movies. But Brian Tyree Henry, that's kind of yeah, it's random. Really, that's a surprise. None of them, a lot of them, ain't got the body shape of the heroes that they're playing. Well, we said that about Chris Pratt and how that's yeah, how easy. Brian Tyree Henry's not going to lose the weight. <laughs> If he gets not, like, if he gets buff, like even Kumail, like Sam Hayek ain't got the body shape of the hero. All right, serious question: What black actor body type do you think Brian Tyree Henry would get if he got buff and in shape? Not Travante. He wishes was Travante. Okay, <laughs> I don't wish anything. Um, wish upon a star. <sighs> 
his body type be? Wait, Maybe man. like a Anthony Mackie from um, oh, Pain and Gain. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> All right, once again, that reminded me. I still need to. Order oh yeah, <laughs> I said Pain and Gain and didn't even think about that. I won that movie. We said to I was like, "All right, I'm gonna get home and do it." Looked at it, was about to do. <laughs> nah, that's too hard to remember. I got distracted by looking at something else, and I was, I was in days later. I was like, "Oh yeah, I need to order that movie." And I got hurt, and I was just like, "Oh yeah, I need to order that movie." I'm doing nothing but sitting here. So the, hopefully that will happen <laughs> next for next. I'll have it by next episode, as long as I don't quit playing around. Yeah, I forgot all about that. All right, we're moving on to. The first TV show, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And apparently, I read that the plot of this show, besides it having uh, Byron Zemo mm-hmm. back as the villain, which I think. <laughs> they hate black people. <laughs> yeah, they don't want Captain America, or, uh, the, the, up, uh, the uproar of <laughs> Falcon <laughs> becoming Captain America. So it's clearly a race yeah, show. That's, that's kind of clever. That's gonna be like that. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a comedy then because they're gonna be saying some slurs in there, and I ain't yeah. never seen a Marvel movie with some slurs or a Marvel <laughs> show with some slurs yeah. or Marvel anything. Well, but, on Luke Cage, they were saying the N word on there. Oh yeah, but Luke Cage don't matter. That's not part yeah, of none of them Netflix <laughs> matter at this point. They brought they two commercial point. Yeah, what uh, Alfred Wooder was in Captain America. Like, like oh, you got some good performances in there. I might have to use some of them. Have him be someone else. Like, are you gonna put Cottonmouth in the MCU? Like, oh no, nah, no, nah, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all killed him off anyways. Yeah, I was reading somewhere they say they make reboot re- reboot dead or uh, Daredevil. Now, that's right. disappointing because yeah. I was actually I could just use him still. Yeah, Even though I good. read an uh, interview, he said something where I'm like, ah, it's sometimes hard when just certain actors go out for these roles because he was like, I ain't know Daredevil was blind. <laughs> I never mind. Y'all can reboot it then. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we doing. I never see. Like, how would you explain uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, uh, Daredevil? He said they never told me that. And I'm like, is he blind? He gotta be. He gotta be deaf, blind. <laughs> never read, a, never heard anything about a comic book in his life. Uh, he never seen Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah, you go ahead and reboot. He's that, lucky that's, for that. That's ridiculous. Not having seen Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Sheesh. But yeah, but I think it's cool that they're bringing Daniel Bruja back as the villain because yeah, he fits. He feels more like a TV show villain. He, he only really worked in the movie because he wasn't the only antagonist. The whole uh, broken relationship between the the heroes was played uh, a core piece of the friction within the movie. He was just like the puppet, so he was able to be good. But if he if they were to try to bring him back in the movie, I don't think it would work. He's not like uh, a Mysterio. He don't got the. He's just using his mind. That ain't always gonna work on them. Mysterio can still use the technology if he wanted to come back. Mm-hmm. So I think switching him over to TV is better. Let him, especially when he's going against the Falcon, who ain't got the Captain America type of powers or strength and whatnot. Then Winter Soldier. So I think that's dope. Um, yeah, should be interesting. Yeah, is he gonna get the Super Soldier Serum? Yeah, that's what I want to know. He probably gonna get that in the last episode. <laughs> um, the next we got Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. You like the uh, the Mandarin casting? They got themselves an OG in the the Asian film community, Tony Leong. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm trying to see like Jack Jen. <laughs> I mean, I'd have took that like Bruce Lee or something. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Lee, super dead. <laughs> I mean, not Bruce Lee. <laughs> <laughs> they just do mixing up all his Asian action stars. Oh, my bad, yo. Yeah, that would have been good. Bow salute. 
Uh, I, I think it's gonna be fun. I just that that's something you just need to see when it comes out and oh, yeah, see how they explain it and see a trailer. This movie's probably gonna be quietly one of the better action MCU movies. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping they make for make up for everything Iron Fist didn't do. <laughs> yeah, show them how it's done, or at least maybe show... mess around, put Iron Fist in this. Obviously, not uh, that one guy. Yeah, he can we can do away with him. <laughs> <laughs> but a new actor. Yeah, that'd be dope. But like I said, Aquafina. Better not be the love interest. And that'll be interesting. Call my boys from the raid up. If they're not gonna be no villains in this movie or something, let them do the choreography or something. <laughs> like some things are just too obvious. Now, if they did the choreography for a Marvel movie, that'd be hard. But I don't know the difference between all the different parts of Asia because I'm ignorant. So <laughs> I don't know how like Indonesian and how that plays. They're not even shooting this movie in any parts of Asia. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's what I was like, okay, y'all, got, y'all really wanted to press the fact that this is going to be like an Asian American movie, but y'all ain't shooting not one piece of it in Asia. <laughs> so, all right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, keeping it pushing, we got WandaVision. So this, this is supposed to lead right into Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. So... Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness, where Doctor Strange, Scarlet Witch, and Quicksilver uh, travel through. <laughs> uh, this dude going to the Wikipedia page, editing the plot. Uh, he's going to be so mad when Aaron Taylor Johnson mo- never shows up ever They're again. They're going in the multiverse. Listen, you've been going. You know what can happen. You've been on this show I'm just, for a long The only get, reason I'm sad. like this is because you can't waste Aaron Taylor Johnson. You can't waste him like that. He's yeah. doing movies with his, that his wife's directing. We know we don't like those movies. <laughs> yeah, that's sad. <laughs> he's getting bad. <laughs> so we don't want He's this. got a golden globe under his, in his head. That's not enough. <laughs> He needs that bit. I, the Kingman trailer ain't even in it. That's I still crazy. haven't watched. It's, it's, it's really nothing. They ain't, I don't think they showed no action in it. Yeah, I'm good. I'll see it. I'll it feels like that's it. not an action movie. No, they better not play it. It feels like they're just talking about the history. I don't want to see no. I don't want no history class on Kingsman now. <laughs> they better not play me. I'll, when I stumble on that trailer and uh, when I go see a movie one day like Hobbs versus Shaw, it better be good. But All right, so I know we kind of – Said something about a little bit earlier. So, do you think they gonna actually bring Vision back to life? Because they said apparently, according to them, this place takes place after Infinity War, uh-huh. where they're both dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, so maybe it's gonna be maybe there's a place where everybody went when they got snapped, and they were just in a in a fog somewhere. Maybe it's about that. Okay, or maybe this maybe this takes place in a world where they actually beat Thor. Not Thor, Thanos, right then and there, and so she saved him from getting, uh, getting got dying. So that means she also didn't die, and then they going about their merry way back on the run as lovers, and whatnot. <laughs> I'm definitely interested in seeing this. Uh... I think th- I think that show is the more the one I'm more looking forward to the most, only because I just want to see how they do it. Yeah, and like it, a, it's part is piecing into doc, or going straight into Doctor Strange. Right. So now yeah. I don't want it can't you can't overkill us with Scarlet Witch by giving us a full length show and then throwing her right into the next movie. Yeah, especially if she's gonna be starring. I mean, especially if she's gonna have like the Rachel McAdams type of role that she, Rachel McAdams yeah, had. In nah, Strange. nobody's gonna get it. Is at this point is Rachel McAdams even gonna be in this? Because now they got oh, Scarlet really Witch. Like, so yeah, they got one girl. Yeah. Uh, she, I mean, she can. Her character was as useless in the first movie, so she could be the useless nurse. <laughs> yeah, who, be a nurse again who patches them up when things get a little rough. <laughs> but yeah, there's a nurse. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I mean, there's which she was the same nurse that 
uh, Rosaria yeah. Dawson's character. But we don't have to worry based, about though. that no more because that stuff doesn't exist. Nope. Uh, all right. Neither oh, yeah. The humans. I didn't even announce the Loki show when I was going through them all. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> that comes out spring 2021. But um, this is going to touch on, you know, type of him affecting events that happened once he was traveling after they went back in time, after he got Thor or the Hawk smashed and then stole the um, Space Stone. And dipped off, so he's still evil Loki. So, you think he's going to touch like just like periods in like history? Maybe you know go to like the presidency, uh, prevent Trump from getting office, or is he going to do stuff like comic book related? Because I feel like that's what What If is for. Yeah, so I I think he'll probably. I think that'd be pretty funny if he goes through different things in history. I think they'll probably do a little bit of everything. But this, yeah, a lot of these you just gotta. They can't wait to just see these, see what they do, and so this is gonna be like the Forrest Gump of the evil version of Forrest Gump. <laughs> that would be funny if they show different little bad things that's happened in the different Marvel movies and show that he's responsible for them. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be expensive <laughs> sounding, but yeah. that'd be cool. How many episodes is Loki gonna be? Six. <laughs> so it ain't, these ain't gonna be that long. Six one hour episodes. They're gonna be like an hour and a half or something. They gotta be an hour, an hour and a half. Get in and get out. It's like a sitcom. <laughs> imagine Falcon an and hour. Winter, imagine Falcon and the Winter Soldier being twenty two minutes. I mean, each I hour and a half. Yeah, an hour and a half. That's too long. Yeah, if, it, if they was, if they were half movies. an hour. Six movies. That'd be crazy. <laughs> that's nuts. Hey, an hour. Sometimes when I think about shows being an hour, I'm like, those are, those are we, go to, we go to the movies and see one movie, and a lot of times we consider some of these movies better than TV shows, but TV shows are six hours, that's why people 12 like, hours, 24 hours. That's why people like TV shows, but my one thing about that is like, all right, you got more time, but you got more slow moments. Yeah, Movies, they you call those slows, but think if they turn that slow movie into a slow TV show? Yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Jeez, but then you see what happens when they try to speed up the process, Game of Thrones, and <laughs> things get yeah. a little iffy. So maybe you need, to, went out bad. you need to drag some of that stuff along. But all right, keeping it pushing forward. Doctor Strange in the long title. Um, so you already predicted that somehow Aaron or. Yeah, whatever his name is, Aaron Taylor Johnson going to be in this. Um, but, yeah, is he going to? I'll bet money this time. He's going to be a one. If they don't put him in one division, that's because he's probably busy doing stuff. Getting Oscar, shooting for Oscar. Getting tea for his wife on the set of her movie. I can't get over how old, how young he still is and how, and old, how old his wife is. I mean, nothing's worse than uh, Sarah Paulson and her ancient yes. girlfriend. But be who you going to be. Yeah, love who you going to love. love. But I'm uh, I'm interested in seeing how the the WandaVision moves into this because it makes me think like Doctor Strange is going to be traveling from different multiverses because something's going to happen and he's going to like maybe see the different outcomes and try to keep going and affect it or maybe we'll see something like we'll actually see him looking at the outcomes of stuff like kind of how he was playing in his mind when he was seeing the outcomes in Infinity War. Maybe this will be along the lines of this but for a different event but. I'm looking forward to it. It's supposed to be the first scary movie. Oh, yeah, and on top of that, it's a horror movie. Yeah, so we'll see how horrific it ends up being because we all saw what happened when 
Thor Ragnarok was officially first introduced. We saw the scary logo. We're like, well, this movie about to be dark. <laughs> Taika Waititi walked in. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to jazz this and up. And the new logo. That <laughs> I just know the exact vibe of this movie, yeah, and it's going to be good. I can feel it, even though we'll, we'll get to that in a second. I'll f- give my thoughts on that, but yeah. Um, but moving on to the back to TV, first animated uh, or entry into the MCU, What If. Now, this one... Coming summer 2021 is what I'm looking forward to probably the most because I want to see how long it is because I can feel this being like 30 minutes. Yeah, that one's going to be short. I'm going to like the length of a Teen Titans Go episode. Yeah, but just, <laughs> just <laughs> seeing like what pieces in the MCU that they choose. Cause Based all- on the acting, guys, what if Killmonger didn't die? What if cause all them actors, it's got to be about them. Right, yeah, so. like... What if Killmonger didn't, what if him and... Or we didn't kill Claw or something. Yeah, or what if him and, you know, he ends up changing the way he thought and Black Panther ends up getting to him and they become co-king and king of the throne and then somehow they start dating because they spend so much... Excuse me? That took a big turn. (laughs) Yui. Okay. That was hard. They already said the first episode is what if Peggy Carter became Captain America. So but I don't want to see that. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see cartoon uh, Haley no, Atwell. I don't want to see cartoon woman <laughs> step into that machine and hit with that <laughs> that serum and then cartoon Chris Evans without Chris Evans doing the voice yeah, can still, be, still Haley Atwell <laughs> can, can be the love interest yeah. okay. she can be the one going back in time to do that final dance with Chris Evans and Chris Evans lays his sh- head on her shoulder see that's what I, that's gonna be interesting I thought maybe if he didn't freeze himself, that would be the route they go. And nah, they just trying they trying to do the big swisheroos. Yeah. So, okay, so I mean, well then, what if maybe what if Groot never died? Or I mean, that wouldn't really change much. But <laughs> uh, what if what if Black Panther died when uh, Killmonger throw really died when Killmonger threw him in? Maybe the, that's what this that is water. about, and he beca- he saves the king. Full self destruction. What if Iron Man had to go into rehab or something for his PTSD that he was dealing with in Iron Man three? Uh, and they should have Edward Norton and Terrence Howard on a uh, on this yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, what if Terrence Howard was still War Machine? Yeah, what, what if, if Edward, Edward was Norton the was still a Hawk? Uh, How what much if, money would he make? Then they bring in Angley and what if uh, Eric Banner was still Hawk? They got all three they could do what if the previous Marvel movies counted? That ain't in the MCU. <laughs> yeah, what if Fantastic Four was good? <laughs> what <laughs> would they be? <laughs> they wouldn't. Uh, maybe, maybe if it was successful, Fox wouldn't have sold it. If, yeah, and the last Fantastic one. Four held Fox up. Yeah, it? that's what they need to do. Like, what if y'all movies were all successful? X-Men. Y'all would still have y'all's properties Dark right now. Dark Phoenix was worse than Apocalypse, and that's, that's hard. That's crazy. <laughs> and Apocalypse was, the more I think about it, was bad. Uh, very bad. Like, it, was, it wasn't good when it first came out, but over time, you just think about it like... They can't just be making outright bad movies. That's why I'm glad it's back in the hands of Kevin Feige, who I, I don't know how they're making them all good. I keep getting scared because I'm like... You don't. All, uh, you have a bad game once in a while. Yeah, they like, didn't. They haven't did a bad movie yet, and that's 
Very, Thor Dark World was yeah, a like, Unless movie. you want to count Thor Dark World as the bad movie, and even that yeah, isn't. I, I still like it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's eventually it's coming. Oh, so if it comes, I'm going to be mad. Like, Black Widow's uh, not going to be bad. Because if you say it's bad, you're going to be sexist. Shang-Chi, they're going to work very hard to make sure it's not bad. If you say and, it's bad, you're racist. Internals. Out of all of them, that's the one yeah. I can see <laughs> being the, whack, but I don't think it will. I'm getting an Inhumans vibe sometimes when I think but, about it. But these these are the bit. movie people, the TV people. But Inhumans was supposed to come out recently. Oh, it was supposed to come out uh, last month. No, actually this month on the 5th, I think, or something like that. Oh. Well, then, geez, this movie was about to come out. And, yep. it was- and they forced <laughs> the show. The show came out about three years before the movie was supposed to come out. That means like, y'all rushed. I was like, let's try this idea because it don't seem good. No Chris Hemsworth. I didn't say nothing about no no cheeks. Excuse me? I said rush. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, I don't know why you said cheeks and referring to Chris Hemsworth. I don't know. I don't know why you didn't say Daniel Bruja, then. No. You don't got that type of bar. Nah. Bar uh, Smithison. Um, but all right, on the TV show front, moving on, we still got Hawkeye. Where uh, you'll see a little bit yeah, more. You ain't uh, gonna like that because he's making uh, a girl's gonna become Hawkeye. Nah, that's you who don't like that type of nah. stuff. You weird. Um, but yeah, he's gonna. You're gonna see a little bit more Ronan, but he's also gonna be teaching his protege, Kate Bishop. Isn't that his daughter? No. Okay. That's then. why I don't even know why they wasted their time in Endgame showing him train his daughter. Yeah, that's why it kind of threw me off. <laughs> like, I thought they were trying to make it seem like she's gonna be Kate Bishop. I hope he didn't just randomly name his daughter, (laughs) kick her a different, that's by a different dad, (laughs) his wife, his wife had a kid before. Kate Bishop Barton, (laughs) KBB. (laughs) Yeah, this one. Shout out to KB Toys. I'm I'm pretty sure this movie, or this show's going to be good, but out of all of them, this one gave me the... (laughs) <laughs> like Jeremy Renner, like it's gonna be good. Jeremy yeah. Renner's good movie. The show's Especially gonna be when good. They show uh, him was Ronan some more. Yeah, that's they gonna, he gonna need some murder. Ronin. He gonna murder some uh, Shang Chi's cast. <laughs> they gonna need some Ronan. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna need a bunch of Ronan because even the logo was. We <laughs> all threw this together at the last minute. <laughs> that's the logo that's on the actual girl comic book. <laughs> the, okay. well, the Kate the, Bishop Hawkeye comic so book. They clearly didn't try. <laughs> like at least the the Loki logo. We went through several iterations. Yeah, we go get the Hawkeye. And they ended the up just cutting book. up uh, different letters out of magazines, <laughs> <laughs> looking like a ransom note. <laughs> it was like. Get this, grab that comic book, copy and paste. Mm. <laughs> Let's throw it up on the yeah, big screen. We gotta get it. I forgot Comic Con was this weekend. Yeah, we gotta oh, get shoot. these. We gonna do Blade real quick too. We gonna make the B and the L out of swords. Yeah, that, that was that. That was that was. I, I assumed I, all I saw was silver, silver sharp things. I thought it was going in and out because I was trying to make it seem like oh, he be in the dark a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Mythical. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's gonna be. It's gonna be good. All right, and then uh, finally we got Thor: Love and Thunder, and how they keep Love talking about this movie thunder, is Love um, and Thunder. What's it called? Natalie Portman is back, and she's gonna be playing Lady Thor. And then they'd be like, also, uh, <laughs> which is t- rude because <laughs> when she becomes Thor in the comic book, it's, she's called the Mighty Thor. Yeah, so like, everybody's been calling her female Thor. Yeah, they gotta, <laughs> you gotta be able to separate it. It's, it's Lady <laughs> Thor. Uh, and it's also going to show uh, Tessa Thompson as the queen of, uh, what's it Asgard. called? Asgard. And then it'll also be like, 
Also, director T- uh, Taco Waititi and uh, Chris Hemsworth will be returning. <laughs> that just makes it seem like, yeah. dang, this don't feel like no Chris Hemsworth yeah. movie no more. He's, he's, pass, like, he's passing the torch because four, he gets four movies and yes. everybody else got three. Yeah, he's like, I'm Big Chrissy. But they probably like, huh, we just was struck by the iron side. We just did this uh, Ragnarok and it was a big hit. Yeah, like, <laughs> we ain't just going to go out like that. Yeah, like, people ain't really, we wasn't really making all that much money on the first two, so those don't really count. <laughs> yeah, so we make that, we do four and then you can go out. Right, cause, so. yeah, and Natalie Portman was, she was talking bad about the MCU and how her time was shooting yeah, the other Thor's. Yeah, I don't like that they, <laughs> Taika Waititi must have talked to her. Yeah, he came and changed it up. But I also don't like the way she looked when she came on stage and picked up the hammer. She no. looked like she didn't want to do it. <laughs> She's like, I guess I'll do it. I'm making some money now. Which reminds me of Taika Waititi's reaction when Mahershala Ali put on the blade hat. This dude was screaming He's at the like, top of his lungs. <laughs> of course, Brian Tyree Henry put his uh, black power fist in the air. Typical. <laughs> that should be this should be cool. I'm just, especially with that. You know, with the same director, you're gonna get the same type of vibe. You're gonna finally. Get this- I, I I prefer when if the movie's good when the director comes back and continues to do it. Yeah, especially Not- if he puts like his signature stamp, yeah, his noticeable stamp on it. James Gunn, John Watts, the Russos. Yeah, they started. They, they kind of swished it up at the beginning where it was just like, all right, Kenneth Branagh, you do Thor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, dang, we want a, a girl to direct the next door, but I guess we'll get Alan or whatever his name is to yeah. fill in at the last minute. But usually, usually it's kind of been the same. John Favreau did the first two, didn't really have time to do the third one, but he, yeah. he could act in it because he wanted to do Cowboys and Aliens. He, he, had to, he had to get his uh, dip his toe in there and then well, y'all Jungle gotta, Book and we all got to know how Lost feels. <laughs> well, okay, Cowboys Alien worked. I had uh, Daniel Craig and, and Olivia Wilde. Yeah, gotta, Around that time, Olivia Wilde was running things. Yeah, Tron, that <laughs> house. Yeah, yeah they got a good little cast. I was, I was excited for it. Ooh, it didn't turn out that good, but yeah. Then they after did Iron Man three. You should have, but he said, uh, Shane Black, go ahead, do this. Yeah, you can do it, Lethal Weapon. You know what he was directing? I just know him from the nice guys. <laughs> I don't know nothing. But, um, and then after that, they was like, uh, hold on, hold on, don't don't try to leave yet. And they we, brought- we got ch- uh, chocolate bar for everybody. <laughs> this is what they you interpreted out, as. giving out candy bar to the crowd. <laughs> and it was like, all right, young, uh, young Hirschman, or as he, as his friends call him, uh, Hirsch. Herschel? Is that what his nickname is? Uh, you was watching the stream and was like, I didn't know we was in uh, Pennsylvania. We had the chocolate Hershey Chocolate Factory. <laughs> you gotta chill. <laughs> <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Alpha I, five. Didn't, didn't, I ain't say nothing of the sorts. Dang, but... I wonder how Wesley Snipes fell when he... I mean, I saw his little quote afterwards, but I want to know how he, he called him he, the N-word with the ER <laughs> when he saw it. <laughs> Franklin, you dark monkey. <laughs> this coon. The cooning across the stage. <laughs> hey, never be Blade. I'm the real Blade. <laughs> this spook. Yeah, he was caught him. Caught him yeah, I know he was mad. It took him from days to get you his know, words together. Gather myself and say a compliment to this black. <laughs> the audacity! I just was meeting with them the other yeah, day. Yeah, messed up. Maybe he can play uh, Blade's dad in flashbacks. That's what I assume he was doing. Or maybe there's two Blades. 
He's still Blade, but Marshall coming in as new Blade, new Midnight. Uh, yeah. He switched Blade. Mm. Uh, Wesley Snipes gonna be Razor Blade. <laughs> Razor Blade. <laughs> no skates. Um, Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Whack. <laughs> I said uh, razor blades, but I meant to say roller. Uh, <laughs> if you want to hear more whack bars in a few weeks or so, uh, <laughs> great musical podcast, Bat Bars episode should be coming out soon. Oh, man. But all right. So out of all the stuff we just talked about, which one are you most excited about? It's <sighs> hard to choose. Or what set of news? So, like, Definitely want to see. TV show or Gotta, movie. I'm interested in Dark, Doctor Strange a lot because the way the first one was filmed, I think it's very underrated with the um, graphics and different visuals it had. A lot of people don't really talk about just how much cool stuff they did in that. So for this one to be a horror, and not to mention the villain is Nightmare, so maybe they could actually make that pretty, like make him pretty menacing. So I'm interested in seeing that and exploring the multiverse. Mm-hmm. So. Oh yeah, he's the villain in the third one. Whenever they, that ain't the type of setup. I want. <laughs> Let him be villain number two. He ain't got villain number three type of, type of vibe. He gotta be in the third one. Right. Dang, they really they. I, for one, I feel like they forgot. They probably did. They like, oh, I forgot we set that up. They got too much on their well, plate. Nightmare. It's too late. <laughs> that's like Scott Dickerson. That's your fault. You didn't remind us. Yeah, he, <laughs> you shot right. that I movie. forgot to write it down. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that stupid little bonus credit scene I did. Yeah, it has been a little bit. Since, didn't Dr. Strange come out in 2016? I want to say yes. Yeah, so, yeah, it did because uh, Homecoming, Ragnarok, and yeah, yeah, Guardians 16. came out in 2017. Yeah, so that's, that's a little distance between the next yeah. movie. Uh, don't well, we started on some of these other movies. Our yeah, Black gaps. Panther got a long gap. We all know Guardians and why they have theirs. Yeah, Captain yeah. Marvel. I feel like they should just go ahead and knock the Captain Marvel movies out and just back to back to back them. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm over them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, she can be in team ups. So yeah, I ain't really yeah. trying to see her by herself. Uh, <laughs> but all right, so you said Doctor Strange. I'll probably. Oh, say and on the TV show WandaVision. Um, they have the grown-up Monica Rambo, Rambo, whatever her name is. Yeah, I didn't know why that that <laughs> casting announcement was such a big deal. I want to know why she's on there, but yeah, that's interesting based on seeing the kid in Captain Marvel that they picked somebody to actually, since she in the comic book becomes a Captain Marvel, but her main, I forget her main hero's name. Yeah, I was just like, yeah. this is nice, but what y'all tell That should me. be interesting. They better make sure they do a nod to Captain Marvel and say who she is. Because if they She's don't, be it's just a new character. That's how, that's how I was looking at it. I was like, <laughs> who is that? Until they said the little girl, and I was like, oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, uh, that should be interesting to see why she's on here. Yeah, it should be. Because that, that means Wanda and, and Vision are traveling to wherever, Marvel, wherever she's from. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one's really interesting just to see what the plot actually ends up being and how they go about doing it. It should be super cool. Really taking some creative risks on some of these, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, on the movie front, I mean, Doctor Strange is a good choice because, like you said, the first one, the visuals and that were, like, underrated. And so I can only imagine how this one's going to be going to these different multiverses and being a little bit horror. I can uh, imagine the, the... Probably the, scarier than New Mutants. That will never come out. <laughs> 
Them music's coming out next year. I put my I put my heart and soul. Yeah, I hope on that. so. <laughs> I just don't want it at the theater. Oh, you gonna get that? It's gonna come out bright and early Thursday, seven p.m. Get your tickets for the Dolby Theater. <laughs> uh, but movie wise, yeah, um, I probably would say I want to say Doctor Strange, but I'm going with Blade, even though I don't know if that's a movie or not, because <laughs> I can't wait to see for one. It's, it's gonna be just. I mean, watch uh, Moonlight again. <laughs> no, that merch was barely in it. If you so that would not be a good bad. reason. Just, if that's just why watch I was, his parts. Nah, I gotta watch the whole movie. You gotta get to Javante. Um, why? Because <laughs> he's a good actor. How come Javante wasn't announced as any hero? Yet it's not Javante time. He's he's gonna be in Black Panther. <laughs> he's gonna be the villain in Black Panther. He gotta be. Yeah, I can see that. It's coming. So just just wait for it. Unless it's LeBron. Because after you, Space Jam comes out. Oh my God! <laughs> with the little light blue jerseys. <laughs> yeah. Whoever Clay Thompson playing the director switch. <laughs> the, yeah, we're gonna talk about we'll that. See but all the animation. But wait till LeBron. They should do CGI Jam instead out. of regular two D cartoon. Because that's out. That's played out. Kids don't know what 2D cartoon is at this point. But they're going to enjoy LeBron's performance when he picks up that Oscar and then he wins that chip for the Lakers and abruptly retires. <laughs> He's going to have some time on his hands to shoot these movies. They need to start making the movies based on Kobe's book series, which he is churning these books. He's on book four. I this mean, is very fast. He's just sitting there. Once they decide to reboot Maze Runner again and go to the whole that's YA That's too easy. He needs something. Then they're going to go to Kobe's books. Kobe should direct Hunger Games, a new Hunger Games movie, since they announced that they about to make something. Yeah, go ahead. I don't care. Yeah, Kobe would kill yeah, that. Cast, cast his daughter. He would probably be a very mean director. He'd, like, <laughs> he'd get irritated. We've seen his practice right. videos. We can only imagine how he'd be directing a movie. Yeah, he better not bring those Smush Parker level actors like, and oh Sasha God. Vujicic. And- <laughs> yeah, he would kill them if they was whack. But uh, yeah, I think I'm looking forward to Blade just because, for one, I just want to see how they're going to do that. Like, it was. We've seen it rated R before, but I think it could easily be done in as a PG-13 movie. I don't know why I got a mental it. picture, because by then, they probably uh, introduced Deadpool somewhere. Oh, yeah, they could they got a mental picture of Deadpool and Blade fighting. Yeah, that'd be cool. They could have their own little R-rated uh, section in the universe. Uh, yep. But I just... Punisher can... Maybe got? some time will pass, and... Yeah, yes, even though I'll prefer to still be John Barenthal. Nah, that's but time is, if not, then time is unfortunately like, done. Uh, it's gonna be Frank Grillo at six years old. It's gonna be John Cena. Frank Grillo. <laughs> oh, um, Frank Grillo still has about thirteen movies on his yeah, Marvel he ain't, contract. He ain't making he's not. <laughs> he's not making. How's he gonna do? They gonna do? He's gonna be on. He's gonna do a voice on What If? Yeah, uh, that's about it. They maybe they'll show him briefly in Black Widow. Maybe. Uh, and okay, that's, that's, that's gonna two. Be, gonna uh, keep, Falcon and Winter Soldier flashback. That's yeah, he's three. gonna keep coming. In like, hey, uh, <laughs> we got about ten more movies up in your contract, so you mind to come in for this day real quick? I don't know how they cameo. Sh- stretch the mother ten. Uh, let's see. He must Black have just wanted two. to be. He wanted to, be, <laughs> he wanted to just be in the MCU. Yeah, he thought Crossbones was gonna be something. He's like, I thought I said three movies. I ain't seen one. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, yeah, so Blade movie wise, just because you know they go the R rated route, I see it, the PG thirteen route, I can see it. Uh, so it'd just be interesting what finally develops. Maybe they do a Black Panther Blade crossover eventually because they're black. Yeah, only reason why. <laughs> Logically, then they can do sense. a Minority Avengers, Black Panther, I mean, Blade, Shang Chi. Yeah, they could uh, if they introduce the Captain Indian Marvel. Captain Marvel. <laughs> say women are minorities apparently. Uh, uh, they got a Falcon and obviously be on it, uh, Kumail, and <laughs> Selma Hayek, and Brian Tyree Henry. They got plenty of choices. Yep. 
Um, but then TV show wise, I would say besides one division between that and what if, but I'm interested in seeing what the animation for the MCU looks like. So I'm gonna yeah, go with gonna be. what if, see how that looks should be dope. But, um, so yeah, before we move away from this subject, so lately we've been getting big old team up movies in the MCU every couple years, like 2016, we got civil war, 2012, we got Avengers, 2000. Was it 2016 we got Civil War? Nah, that's ain't early. Nah, but it was 2016. Because 15 was... 2012 was Avengers. 2015 was... was Ultron. Yeah, then I think 2016 was Civil War. That seems... For one, that don't seem like it was that close together, but I guess it was. Yeah, because then 2018 was uh, Infinity War. Yeah, so... And 2019 was Endgame. So are we going to get a, a big team-up movie in 2012, or... Is that going to be like Guardians or Fantastic Four or something? It may, it, they probably do it after all of the other stuff. They so they're probably going to take a little break from yeah, these big joints. Yeah, a short little break. Because, of course, some of the characters are going to be in each other's movies and everything. So I, don't think it's, I think that would uh, make it more fresh. You know, you got the big end of the air. Now it's time to chillax, take a break, let these people build up. And then probably about five years-ish, then drop a big team up movies just but you don't be like dc don't plan don't plan ahead of time and make yeah. your plans known yeah they, make it seem like you're going with the flow but you really been better. at it planned so I'm, I'm intrigued all right trying to breeze through these other topics Drew. that i have oh my gosh in game passes avatar is the biggest movie of all time worldwide Good. well my question to you is will avatar 2 reclaim the throne no okay. the jig is up people are starting to realize avatar isn't what it was all right, so I think I think we talked about this off mic or on mic. I already don't remember. What's Avatar's opening week numbers? They got like a like one ninety five vibe. If it don't hit over two hundred, he better <laughs> keep those other sequels to himself. Because yeah. like, I don't care what the first one did. The first one we had some very serious legs. It was literally making the same amount of money every single week. I, I can never get over that. <laughs> so but long. I'm hoping because technology, unless he comes out with something new, technology has caught up. And so what he did in Avatar is not that impressive. Nope. We see what John Favreau does, which is very easy. We see how Avengers can do big battle scenes. And we see that everybody can do that. 3D, people don't even utilize it as much so well, i'm bashing this movie if it's a touch of whack i'm <laughs> killing i'll give it the worst movie of the year i don't care because this all this hype all this not hype but all this build up all this delays all this talk it's it's yeah. it's gotta be not perfection but it's gotta be pretty gotta good be, where i just the, the story gotta be good or something yeah that's what you need to work on make the story good if the movie <laughs> if the technology is i'll be i'll still be mad if the technology is average compared to everybody else but if the story's yeah. whack again i'm just like Gosh. <laughs> All right, so uh, got that. All right, next up we got Andy Circus maybe directing Venom yeah, Two. That's gonna be a circus. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then they would update it and said the other directors that he's in the running against, and that is Travis Knight who directed Bumblebee. Okay. Um, uh, Rupert Wyatt, who directed Rise of the Planet of the Apes. That'd be interesting. And then, of course, like Andy, like we said, Andy Circus. So, my question, or first question to you is, who should get the gig between them three? 
I'll, I'll be interested in seeing Andy Serkis, seeing what he would do with it. If you make it weird, if you go ahead and tell Tom Hardy, I'd take it from here. Because I can picture him doing the motion capture for for Venom. But because he knows about the anime, maybe he can make like the motion capture and the people playing. Maybe he can coach Woody Harrelson and how to do carnage movements and stuff. I forgot all about carnage being a villain in yeah, this. Yeah, you already know Redhead Woody is in it. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right, so that leads me to my next question. Will Andy Serkis tell Woody Harrison to just worry about the the human stuff? I'll take care of the carnage. I can I can really see that. Uh, I can really see him doing that. He got to do something. He can't just be sitting there on just in the director's chair. He got to be putting the mocap suit on. <laughs> that wouldn't be right. I think I think it could look better as far as the the CGI and stuff if he does it. So but I ain't gonna say about the quality of the movie because yeah, I don't, really, I don't think it'll be good. We, we didn't. First hear. one's not the greatest, and he's—I don't know him to be the greatest director. Yeah, but yeah, if you let him run the the, the special effects side of yeah. things, maybe like, you can team them three dudes up like the Lakers do with their coaches. Get about four head coaches and see what's gonna happen. Fire them one by one. <laughs> yeah. Travis Knight did Bumblebee, which had way better reviews than any other. Transformers in modern times So if he did it I think he'd do alright I mean I can see it being Planet of the Apes I can see why they would ask him But I can see it being uh, Rupert Wyatt Just because I feel like he got the more open schedule I feel like Trevor Knight kind of busy Yeah he Um, he has some options now Andy Serkis stays a little busy But I wish he would get it But it would just He would be walking on very thin ice because if the movie is whack, I think he would make it weird, like how some people wanted Venom to be. Well, if it's weird but good, okay. But if he made it whack, weird and bad, Andy, <laughs> I don't care if the first one wasn't good. I'm blaming you for this yeah. one. So you gotta take a little step. You, like your directing credits ain't looking so too shabby right now. So you just gotta go back to just being Mister Mocap Man. Go uh, go star in that Lord of the Rings TV series or something. <laughs> but if it's good, then I'm like, yeah, okay, my boy Andy Serkis was able to pull this dumpster fire and out of the, the Woody bushes. Woody Harrelson as <laughs> pull this that's what kids say. Pull this dumpster fire out, out of, of the bushes. Oh gosh, we never walked into a high school. That's, and heard them that's like them. when you said <laughs> a hot air balloon made out of turkey bacon. <laughs> This dude sayings are tragic. <laughs> diehard fans know about all that. Oh man. man, that was episode thirty. That was or that was either episode one or two when it first got on iTunes. Yeah, but, uh, I say that might not even be on iTunes, but go back in our I catalog think on it iTunes is. and go listen to that episode if you want some gems. Hey, no hologram. Um, okay, keeping it pushing because yours was whack. We would like kind of stroller mentioned this earlier. Malcolm Lee is going to take over the directing chair from director. Uh, I almost said director X, who <laughs> <laughs> was a real person yeah. and not just a fill-in slide. <laughs> but from some director, I'm blanking on his name, Terrence Nance. That sounds about right. Uh, for Space Jam 2. I don't know why they just won't let LeBron do it. But <laughs> or Kobe. Uh, Kobe got his third. This new book is about a little girl, <laughs> a little girl who plays tennis 
that has some sort of power. I need to read more into so it. So it's already unfair for her to be playing tennis, <laughs> is what I'm hearing. She'll be beaming that ball across the net. And he's writing. He's currently writing season two of his scripted podcast, yeah, The Punies. Do, everybody doing off script. We do scripted. Big Cope. K-O-B-E, I can't for you deeply. Mm. Tyra Banks killed that hook. And Kobe killed his verse in the Brian McKnight song and the Say My Name remix. Uh, underrated Say, he got a song with Nas, the Mad Rapper, and fit Young 50 Cent. Yeah, everybody they had to get Fro Kobe in the studio. <laughs> Dang, Fro Kobe. Fro Kobe probably the one who set up 50. Like, you, you ain't like your part of yeah, this song. You, you gave me, like I don't know, something Kobe. tells me you're going to get one of these type of verses on a pop star song in the future. <laughs> yeah, so like I'm gonna try to, I'm, I'm going to try to end that now. <laughs> I get them slim. Two questions I have for you. First, will this movie ultimately feel like Ryan Coogler actually produced it? No. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> you know, his. I wish his name wasn't on it no more because their choice in director is no longer directing it. Like, now it's just some dude. Yeah, like Malcolm Lee's not a bad director, but he seems more generic. When I think of stuff like oh, a Girls Trip or I think he did Nice. Well, Night School wasn't even all that good, but yeah, he does I, those black movies. <laughs> but when I think I feel of like those... he did, uh, did he do a ride along? I think that is that. Tim Story? That nah. may be Tim Story. Tim Story him. did a uh, fantastic yeah, we, four. We know the garbage he's put out. Uh, but I just, when I think of Malcolm Lee, and it's not to say he's not a good director, but his name just doesn't, I don't think of his movies. Why don't they get somebody who directed like cartoons, give them a shot? Nah, because they're like, okay, who's available? Malcolm Lee. Like, you got the people who did like uh, Adventure Time or. I, I know they probably begged Ryan Coogler like, you Why don't you jump please in? Please do it. Like, no, like, I haven't even did Black Panther 2 yet. Yeah, look, I look like doing Space Jam. Like you said, I'm still trying to figure out a way to do Fruitville Station 2. <laughs> Resur- <laughs> All right, so they get the time stones. They resurrect uh, Oscar Grant. We would be so disrespectful. <laughs> That's the type of movies I would make. <laughs> like, no offense, but it's just sound. I gotta good, make a time, travel, a time travel movie by Oscar Grant. But, oh, yeah, or they can have Loki go back in time and... Uh, Save all the Trayvon Martins, Oscar Ooh, Grants. There. Who's Let the them one team who's up and just start killing all the cops? <laughs> Cop killer. It's called CK. Yeah, don't get that misconstrued though. Man, man. playing around. Oh yeah, he, he also directed Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins. Okay, that's perfect for Space Jam. He did Best Man. Uh huh. Undercover Brother, which is an underrated yep, comedy. Very funny. Roll Bounce. <laughs> He did robot. He got a filmography of stuff. <laughs> yeah, he was he was in his lane back in the early two thousands. Robots. He was like, let me get Bow Weezy, Wesley Jonathan, Nick Cannon. Dang, you said uh, that Wesley Jonathan. I just <laughs> rode off the tongue. Uh, Holes. Brandon is Holes in that? I feel like yeah, because he had the fro. Yeah, Holes. Uh, Brandon T. Jackson's in that. I think so. Yeah, because him and Bow Wow felt like they were doing a bunch of movies BTJ, together. BTJ, yeah, because they did Lottery Ticket. Yeah, I think it only was two. <laughs> lottery Ticket. <laughs> but he has Soul Man, R.I.P. He did Soul Man. Scary Movie 5, The Best Man. He did Scary Movie 5. Yeah. So he did all those, even if some of the movies ain't good movies, all those original type of movies. Yeah, he did Scary, scary Movie 5. 5. What's the problem? Which 
came was, out in 2013, which feels like yeah, that's too recent <laughs> <laughs> and whack. <laughs> then he did the Best Man Holiday the same year. He was like, "Let me recover." From- he did Toy Story. F- I mean, not Toy Story, Scary Movie Five. Yeah. Then he was like, "All right, let me take a three year yeah, break." That seems weird. Barbershop, the next cut. You're like, bring me back. I got something for you. And then he was like, all right, time to get, let me finally make a good movie. Girl Strip. He was like, Oof, that was <laughs> tough. And they brought me a nice little script. Yeah. All I had to do was say action. <laughs> Basically. And then back to whack. Nice he, school. He got a good resume where he could demand any black movie. No, Except for black, if Best Man uh, Winter Vacation comes up. The Best Man Wedding. <laughs> and then he could easily be like, ah, my resume says I can... There's something with uh, Michael Ely and Morris Chestnut and Tate Diggs. What kind of movie is this? Boy Strip. Okay, so you go with old man Boy Strip. I mean, the old I, ladies is in Girl Strip. Oh, uh, yeah. Queen Latifah, 50. Was, Jada, 50. Regina Hall, like a, 50. I'll cast like a young 30s Boy Strip. Durante, Michael B. I, I sent you a, I made a script. I saw a picture and I put it into a cell phone format and sent it to you if you, if you want to take a look at it. I made you a screensaver. So uh, that the, uh, let me make sure to exit out of that no. immediately. Take a look at the screensaver I sent you. I don't want and it. it. Better be the background on your phone. Nah, I ain't going <laughs> to do that. I'll have it set up to where when my eyes look at it, it is a screensaver. But when somebody else look at it, they're like, check out it's a your new screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check out your new screensaver. Uh, let me open this virus. <laughs> I up made there. it. I made it into the format of the screensaver too, so it can easily be placed into your background. Uh, for your... one, I don't like this because <laughs> Kyrie is very dark. Hey, <laughs> Annette. So, <laughs> oh, know how I feel about that. And who else is in the picture? I, I, if I'm not mistaken, that little Michael. Uh, we we Michael, know that's Michael Bakari Jordan. Duh. I just look, I just know him as the black guy who was singing rapping on that one wax on. <laughs> I saw this one thing when the New Orleans Pelicans uh, Twitter posted a picture of Derek Favors and it was in the uh, phone format and it was like, uh, you, you can get this as a, a screensaver. And somebody was like, imagine looking at somebody's phone and seeing that their background is Derek Favors. Yeah, you gotta be Derek Favors' mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got his family, yo, his wife. Yeah, his wife. That's the only two options. Because <laughs> his dad wouldn't even do it. Yeah, like, dad still got Jordan on there. <laughs> yeah. And his little brother got Zion. Yeah. They <laughs> <laughs> nobody care. <laughs> so his wife and mom. He might still have Donovan Mitchell because he, yeah. uh, he ain't up to date yeah. yet. <laughs> yeah. That's trash. <laughs> Lud. All right. Keeping it pushing. Oh, yeah. Like one more stroll. Okay, we're not even saying the full stroller anymore. Well, got to. <laughs> Jeez, we know what I time mean. Is, time is that delicate, huh? <laughs> yeah, I can't waste a sec. See, that's how I break down words. <laughs> uh, all right, stay on the Space Jam front. All serious question. Will LeBron at least be nominated for an Oscar for this? He joint? will not be nominated. Right, so you're not taking the question seriously. I'm just thing. Gonna, I'm gonna move on because we're Don't not taking this mean seriously. Mean a thing if it ain't got that swing. <laughs> my, fear, my fear with this movie is since it doesn't come out to. Two summers from now. Jesus. What if it don't work out, L.A.? A.D. dips in free agency. Yeah. <laughs> that would be disastrous. A.D. dips. LeBron's just terrible. Oh, snaps. This movie ain't got no juice. Uh, like, why is this coming out next year? 
It needs to. It makes no sense. It take that if it's two D animation like it is. This should be very easy. They gotta take the time to mold the clay. Is it gonna be <laughs> anime? Anime? They getting <laughs> it's gonna be stop motion. <laughs> A live action stop motion movie that would be insane. It's gonna look like Frank and Weenie. <laughs> One of them it's gonna be the same people that animated uh, animate them Wallace and Gromit movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. With Bugs Bunny. For one, kids don't even look at those characters. They like gumball and. <laughs> Bugs Bunny gonna be smoking a blunt now instead of a character. Kids do, don't follow the Looney Tunes. Spon- they should have did it at SpongeBob and. They, they, they might do <laughs> a little. Finn and Jake uh... instead of. Daffy Duck and Lola Bunny and Taz acting crazy and Porky Pig. They might do what Ready Player One did. Throw a bunch of little cameos yeah, and other popular to. stuff in there. Make uh, it like Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, man. That was funny. I'm surprised they ain't remade that movie. No, it's coming. With like Bradley Cooper as the detective. and It's coming. Michael I mean, Sarah doing the voice of Roger movie, Rabbit. It was pretty dark. So. <laughs> That'd be they good. Get, they and they a, need to redo the mask with the way the comic book is. Very violent. We're, st- nah, we're still we're still reeling but off of... Jim Carrey. Nah, we're still reeling off of Jamie Kennedy's sequel. How about him and that Stone? movie had Loki in it. Not the actor, but the actual god, Loki, <laughs> was a character in that movie. Played by Alan Cumming, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he, he played those weird characters. Where's Where's Jamie Kennedy and Stu Stone at? I don't know where Stu Stone is. Don't know where Jamie Kennedy <laughs> is, but I really don't know where Stu Stone is. But I know I like that album. That was for bars. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't name a song. Something about Bob Saget. Yeah, we know that Bob Saget song because Bob Saget barred it to death. How I beat Saget in a game of basketball? Nah, that would be something Aaron Carter made. <laughs> and that's Carter, how I beat everybody Saget. needs to watch the boy band scam or whatever that movie was called because so you can see Aaron Carter crying, looking crazy, saying that that dude didn't do it. Uh, Aaron Carter was performing around here recently, and yes. I was very upset I didn't get the memo. I don't want to see him the second night. <laughs> the last time we saw him, he's disappointing. Oh, wow, strolling there. Come on, that- man, jump, jump. <laughs> I have I have the footage on my computer of him saying, "Come on, jump!" and then cussing and stuff. I'm like, yeah, "This don't fit." Wasn't he performing uh, other people's songs too? Yeah, he performed. I want to say he performed Blurred Lines and Get Lucky. Just because they stole Blurred Lines doesn't mean you can steal it. <laughs> like they stole it, I'm steal it. <laughs> and oh, then he boy. talked about Hillary Duff. Yeah, you get For some it. reason, I felt like he performed Ray J. I hit it first, but <laughs> that's, that's just that's just, that's a fantasy. I think that was before the song even came out. I'd be crazy. Uh, campus life. Yeah, I don't want to go back. I don't Yikes! That get I get low. Yeah, maybe jeebies through my body when I think about it. It made me tired. <laughs> uh, but all right, keeping it pushing like Subway a Kroger cookies, though. The yeah. back in the day, so yeah, cookies, not, not whatever. And Donato's done changed the show's cookies, so that's a disappointment. Yeah, things back when I used to eat Wendy's. Things <laughs> changed. It was, was either Wendy's or Chipotle. And, and was, for me, I don't eat Chipotle, so I was constantly had a gut full of nuggets. I'll order pizza. <laughs> I'll order pizza a lot, too. I was ordering so much pizza to the point where I was trying stuff. I'm like, if I don't like this Papa John's, I'll just throw it away. <laughs> That's how I knew I needed to go home. <laughs> Ordering crazy. I get, might as well get Pizza Hut. 
this dude skipped the avalanches that was down there. When I, I would get avalanche too, and they would say crazy stuff when they would be when they would be like, uh, "We don't sell large. You get four smalls." <laughs> That's, I remember we got it one time. I had three mediums. Because <laughs> I remember when I was at your dorm, we tried to order it, and I was this was my first time getting avalanche, and I was like, "Let me get a medium uh, or large." No, and it's like we don't got that. You get three of them though. <laughs> I was like, "Can you tell me what y'all got?" Largest three largest for twelve dollars. <laughs> don't want three largest. I always have to put my thing in a big ziploc bag, save it later, heat it up in the microwave. Mm, it couldn't fit in the fridge. <laughs> so yeah, that box could uh, all wild. them ba- all them boxes of pizza. Uh, I guess I sit it on top of this and hope for the best in the morning. <laughs> avalanche. That is crazy. Uh, speaking uh, of avalanche. You saw it smell like ketchup over there. <laughs> Before I move. Uh, speaking of Avalanche, Saw is coming out in <laughs> May 2020 instead of October 2020 now. You like that new date? And they going. <laughs> they feel like this is going to be good and they can move it up and get to filming. So, uh, yeah, I'm ready. As soon as I can see it as possible, I'm going to throw it in January. <laughs> oh, put it in there with all the bad, scary movies. <laughs> I will be worried. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all up in the anticipation. Like, y'all throw it out in May. This ain't going to be just shit. This ain't going to be a normal, scary movie. This is about to be good. Nah, we need this, dude, because <laughs> y'all going to be talking about it all year. It's going to be a thriller. <laughs> I, I just need to see Chris Rock acting, being the detective, being serious. It's going to be a thriller. It ain't going to be no. It's going to be a really a whodunit. For some reason, I keep picturing Tyler Perry when he played Alex Cross. I'll kill myself if that <laughs> happens. I will really just When Matthew out. Fox transformed his body for nothing. And Matthew Fox, has he been in anything? I remember him in Alex Cross and Speed Racer as Racer X. Opposite. Elijah. Don't disrespect that man like that. He's in a number two movie in America right now. What is his Emil name? Hirsch. Emil Hirsch. Dang. That's his name. Don't disrespect that man. <laughs> Dang, but yeah, I'm Ghost like you said, um, the quicker I can see it, the better. Wachowski sisters. And it's definitely gonna be it's gonna beat Black Widow at the box office when push comes to shove. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> but all right, yeah, they're gonna see something black that weekend. It'll be Widow and not Christopher. <laughs> Rock and Man, Samuel, but L. it got Samuel. Yeah. Samuel Jackson mess around being a uh, movie back to back weekends. Yeah, yeah he might <laughs> very well could easily be in Black Widow because they she got to get there somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but all right, uh, speaking of push comes to shove, Sylvester Stallone is working on a Rocky TV series and new movie. The don't not sure why. He, he needs to let it go. He's like, I'm still good when it comes to writing these Rocky movies. You need to write something new. Not no, Expendables. He, write a new movie where he plays he Rambo. And then he needs Escape another one. Plan. Not Escape Plans. Nobody <laughs> watches those. He gave you two of them. He's about to give you a third one. He's yes. giving you the fifth. And 50 Cent has been in all of them, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, what's the problem? Why? Because he's, he's taking time he's, out of his busy schedule to do these Escape Plans man. with. Dave nobody, Batista and Amy no, Ryan and nobody Jamie can play computer man like or whatever name is. Oh my gosh! And so, in regards to the TV series, it's going to be a prequel to the Rocky films. What that means, I have no clue. Take place in the thirties. Then, in regards to the movie, it's going to be set in the present, but it's going to be separate from Creed. Oh, it's going to happen after Creed too, but it's going to be separate from. So, in this premise, so he's training another kid. 
just you gotta hear the premise first. Yeah. <sighs> so it's, it's very different. Rocky meets a young, angry person who got stuck in the country when he comes to see his sister. So it sounds like he's got a Mexican. <laughs> Um, he takes him into his life and an unbelievable adventures begin and they wind uh, up unbelievable <laughs> adventure this is gonna be a road trip movie they gonna rocky go road trip <laughs> rocky road <laughs> they're gonna, they gonna be like this is gonna be more than ice cream <laughs> well, I can picture it. He goes state. It's gonna be like a real still where Hugh Jackman and little boy was going to different cities and different states and fighting. He, Rocky is gonna take this boy to different cities and different states, and they just gonna square up on dudes and fight and make money. I didn't finish, and the then premise. they gonna book him in Adonis Creed for Creed Three. Yep, and that's gonna be the big fight. And that's gonna be where Creed probably gets the black. Rocky verse. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't finish the premise. Okay. I said he takes him into his life and an unbelievable adventures begin and they wind up south of the border. Oh. It's very, very timely. <laughs> okay, we know it's gonna be Trump, it's gonna be some Trump stuff involved. I tell you he's gonna be Mexican. Oh <laughs> for the border. Trump gonna be the villain. Yeah, they're gonna get uh who's a young Mexican. They ain't got no young Mexican actors out. Uh, the guy who was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and is going to be in the Terminator movie. Oh, Gabriel Luna. Yeah. He's not young enough to be like, I'm thinking Michael B. Even though Michael B. is literally in his 30s. He can, <laughs> he can play a young boxer. I guess so. Who else is there? Like Michael Pena? Michael Pena got kids. <laughs> Who's in Door the Explorer? That little girl, Michael Pena. And All right, let's, let's get Longoria. some girl boxers finally. Yeah, might as well, <laughs> might as well be a girl. And the tagline can so, be huh. "Get ready to fight like a girl." All right, we already. No, nah, I'm good. We already had uh, what's that fight? Million with my dollar family? baby. Oh, uh, fight with my family. I'm thinking woman boxing. She was woman wrestling. <laughs> and million dollar baby ended on a dark note. So, um, all right, keeping it pushing like a Krog cart. Oh my gosh! See, you gotta lower the. I'm just doing what the, you're doing. Hey, can't say all the were. Oh yeah, before I before we move on, I also wanted to ask. Uh, will Ryan Coogler and Michael B. put a stop to this shenanigans since they practically uh, own this Rocky verse now? I don't think they're going to stop it, but... What if what if Sylvester Stallone and Michael B. like uh, squared up? Who would win? Probably Michael B. if he catches his chin. But if it, if it got to the grappling, I think Sylvester, even at this age, can handle. Because when Michael B. wrestles with Stilo, it's not the same type of strength because it's more of a playful thing. <laughs> but when wrestling with Sylvester Stallone, that might be something different. Wrestling Stallone would knock Michael B. out. <laughs> Sly Stone. Especially if he coming off like Just Mercy or something where he ain't been lifting. Him and Jay Fox. He got, but Michael B. will probably try to pull out some type of weird kick move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sylvester Stallone would just lay him out. With one, a one piece that may work on Stila, it ain't gonna work on Sly. <laughs> you know, you can't be Sly around Sly. Mm-hmm. Huh, okay, keeping it moving. Uh, speaking of Sly, a Walking Dead movie is coming to theaters. Don't know why. <laughs> so my question to you is: Neither of us watched this show. Nope. So how much money would it make first weekend? Forty-five. That's very generous. <laughs> I'm thinking of twenty-four. <laughs> That would be so bad. And that's going to let us know the transition from TV to movie ain't that. It's going to be big. I always wonder why they did Teen Titans go to the movies when the second Teen Titans movie is going to be on DVD. 
Straight to T. That bothers me. Like, Why'd y'all even send that one there? We just just cause just to try it out. The second one's called Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans. <laughs> That's confusing. <laughs> um, but also, what TV show would you like to see made into a movie? First up, at this point, something like Atlanta. I mean, that's not the rate they're going to be able to get. That, that's all they're going to do one more and end it. <laughs> yeah, like we can't be on a set for that long. <laughs> we can't do 10 episodes in a season. Yeah. That's just not happening. Yeah, and they don't even do that many episodes. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be crazy. The next season going to be four episodes, 30 minutes each. You better get it all in see that. Can. <laughs> I can really see that dude part one and then next season be part two. Uh, that will be, be terrible. Oh, man, that would be annoying. All right, so Atlanta. And then what other show do you think will actually get a movie? I see what shows is out. It can't be no Netflix. They wouldn't let that happen. So we gotta go regular TV. Obviously, the cartoons like Simpsons. And you don't think like a Will and Grace or something? Even though a like- Will and Grace movie would be so unnecessary. <laughs> I mean, the next season is gonna be the last one. Apparently, yeah, it's time to rewrap it up. Uh, I can't even think of what's Indian on give. TV. He said rewrap. Yeah, I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else is? I'm thinking like a Riverdale movie would probably be popping. Uh, I feel like Riverdale would go diagonal with this movie. It'd be on Netflix. Oh yeah, it'd definitely be on Netflix. <laughs> or like the we new- come on CW, yeah, CW streaming app or something. Yeah, what is? The, I think it's all these streaming apps is way too. Yeah. We got NBC Universe. That's why I can't wait for Disney Plus to come in and stomp mm-hmm. and crush I'm trying and to kill because they already got a piece of Hulu. So they, they throw that's why they throw Hulu, the Howard the Duck show, and but this, all, and all the that. CW shows are moving to I think it's like HBO Max. Oh yeah, I did see something weird. Like I don't get the correlation with that, but I have no clue. <laughs> and I think is that where all the Lionsgate stuff is moving to? Because like Friends is moving to a weird place. Because Lionsgate is over stars now, so oh, damn, yeah, okay. Is it, is it Warner Brothers then? Yep, I think it's Warner, Warner Brothers and HBO is doing something together. Okay, then that must be what I that think. stupid HBO Offset one is. But that one, like that I one got like too, looking up. that one got too much good stuff. Like I'm not getting all these. I'm only getting Disney Plus, and that's the only one that's getting money out of me. Already, already juggling Netflix and Hulu yeah. and Amazon Prime and yeah, I'll just uh, use somebody else's account or I will. Yeah, I'm, I'm over here saying like I pay for any of them. <laughs> legally downloading <laughs> these bad boys and doing it proudly. HBO Go, all CBS, all access. Yeah, that's why I don't watch a lot of TV anymore because it's too hard to find it everywhere, mm-hmm. and I don't got cable. So, uh, but all right, keeping it pushing once again like a crow cart. Mm-hmm. Got Joe Man Janilo. I decided <laughs> to finally pr- try to pronounce his name, and I think I botched I'll it. Just fly over it, Joe Magnilo. I'm about to extend this time. <laughs> How long has this episode been? It's almost two hours, and that's how much I set it for. <laughs> oh, we ain't I, did this. I up. got about three minutes left before before it's not full. Does the full thing? Like this has been a long man, an episode. This long in a while. I feel like. Let me see if I can extend this because it's it's almost it's uh ten thirty five. <laughs> yeah, it's about to be time. Yeah, trying to fly through these last. This is the last topic, really. Um, extend this a little bit. Like a lightsaber. Oh my gosh. All right, while you're doing that, right. let me know if I got to restate anything. But Joe McNeil uh, said he's going to, said starring in a Craven 
It started as Craven in a Craven's <laughs> Last Hunt movie would be a oh, dream role. I, I see. I didn't read all of it. I didn't know he was wanting his own movie. Yeah, he's <laughs> absolutely not. Just I don't even care to even. <laughs> I thought he just wanted to be in Spider Man Three. This dude wants his own movie. You're yes. out of your mind, Joe. <laughs> you saw DC didn't even let you even play Deathstroke again, let alone come over to MCU demanding a Craven movie. I think not. Oh, it'll be with Sony. So yeah, yeah, Craven so Sony movie. Yeah, that's likely. Go ahead, get your little Craven. <laughs> don't let, if you want to be in the MCU. Don't let Morbius be a tad bit successful. It's not. That's what. <laughs> if it if it is, it's because of Black Tie. Because you know Black Tie went on that streak when he had Fast and yeah, Furious, he his Transformers, chance. and he tatted it on him, I think. Okay, he's wild. He can't see it, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Black Ink, he had to do it in white. That would look <laughs> crazy. Get some white tattoos. That would look nuts. But all right, I think he kind of answered my question, but do you feel now that De- Deathstroke was his dream role? <laughs> Uh, he was talking all that talk about how he couldn't look, he couldn't wait to do Deathstroke. Yep, and they let him down. Yeah, so now he's over here talking about, oh, Craven, that's my dream, bro. Yeah, that's not your dream, bro. I'm starting to feel less bad for you, playboy. <laughs> he's just jumping out the gate like yeah, some pigs. Yeah, have All right. Uh, anything else you need to touch on before <laughs> we move on to the week, G? Nah. All right. Well, I only got one nominee for the weekly G segment. Uh, you got anybody you want to nominate? Nothing I can think of right now. All right, well, it's about to go to the Cats trailer. Yeah, it got to go there. <laughs> I mean, Meow. just, just uh, rewind back to the beginning of the episode where we discuss it, and you'll <laughs> see exactly why it's deserving of the weekly Digital G-Lee. fur technology. Yeah, it just looks it looks terrible. It looks like a confusing mess. It just <laughs> doesn't look good, and it just it looks... It I looks, don't know why it feels like the weekend, but knowing I have oh, to yeah. go to work... Is disturbing. I had a three day week this past week, and going back to five being a little cripple is very exhausting. Yeah, that's too much. When when my arm was messed up, I'm like, this is even putting my book bag (laughs) over my shoulders too hard. It's like, I feel, dang, you take for granted having two arms. Uh And then having to answer all the questions. What happened to your arm? And then one time I said, I was was working out, and then. Somebody thought I was trying to impress all the ladies because I was saying I hurt my arm lifting weights. Uh, I'm like, you asked me a question. <laughs> exactly, I, I told it. the truth. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like I gotta take a shower, and that's a, a task in its own. <laughs> yeah, this dude gotta stand on one leg like a pink flamingo. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. I was over here pulling on the shower rod like it was Mimi Frost. <laughs> That's not even her last name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Look at, Yikes. Looking crazy. <laughs> I really figured this dude, this dude losing, like, hanging on a little bit, <laughs> then losing his balance, <laughs> and then swinging from <laughs> Swinging from it with both hands on the handles, oh, or or stumbling over and yanking the shower rod down. Because <laughs> falling in the shower ain't no joke. Because I, because for one, people be dying that way, and I've fallen in the shower before, and my spine was hurting so bad. <laughs> we got a small, what I think is a small tub. So, <laughs> Ooh, yeah, 
that's tiny, but this is gonna be fun. But all right, moving on to the oh yeah, yeah, cash trailer. Go sit in the car. <laughs> yeah. Forgot you whack. <laughs> so, this this has been a weird year because stuff that ain't even people being having to get nominated because yeah, because the trailer was whack. The trailer not enough just, buffoons doing stuff. The trailer shouldn't have been whack. I'm and trying. we've gone. Nearly eight months without somebody getting on the suck they, list. They, they <laughs> I'm about to, yeah. In the come August, I'm just gonna random people gonna get it. People gonna be returning. It's just there's there's not like a what was that movie called Flatliners. Yeah, you need a Flatliners. You need a, a fourth wave or fifth wave, yeah, whatever we, that's called. There's been whack movies, but it ain't just been the closest person's been Chloe Grace, <laughs> but everybody <laughs> else who's been in whack movies. And I feel bad just singling her out. I need to throw her with a second person. Yeah, like what need a Dobrev do last? TV show probably got canceled. I ain't seen a look. I ain't even seen a clip of that bad boy. And I know <laughs> what it came was out. her show. Some movie with that one girl that Jaden was dating, <laughs> who I didn't know changed his name to just Jaden. <laughs> but what else? Hey. All right, but uh, like I said, on to the Rotten Tomatoes segment of the show. We got two movies to resolve right now. First up is The Lion King, which is sitting at a crisp 52% on yeah, Rotten Tomatoes. Sucks. I was way off because of that. <laughs> yeah, we, we was both off. Uh, I gave it a nice high 86. Yeah, and I gave it like 100, <laughs> 102. <laughs> You gave it 89%, giving me the victory there. I was the closest to the uh, the audience score. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm trying to make my little comeback. It's now 19 to 22. And then we got Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Where the dun, 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 dun. Welcome, Welcome to, to South Carolina. <laughs> I never heard that version. Uh, but ooh, this movie is looking like it's dropping. Uh, Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is sitting at an 84% right now. Okay. Well, I don't remember what I said on this one. I swear that movie was like 89 or in the 90s. <laughs> um, but I gave it an 88%. Okay. This dude was the closest, clearly. You gave it a 92%. Come on, Quentin. I feel like it was closer to that earlier. Yeah, I, I swear it was around like 89, 89, <laughs> 90 area. Uh, so I got the victory there, moving up my okay, total was, to 20 to your 22. So this is not good. I'm only up two. I got to get these next couple, right? Hobbs and Shaw and Dora and the Lost City of Gold. That's a toss-up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but all right, so then coming up, we got, oh, we got two movies. For, wait a minute. When will we do the podcast Wait next? That's going to be determined. Not next week, but the week on the twelfth. We will record it, so I might have to throw three of these joints. So just to make sure that we have a movie that's not overlapping. All right, the first movie is Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. And what are you giving PG this PG thirteen? 13 movie? Yeah, thirty six. <laughs> that's the first thing that popped in my head. All right, I get that feels high for some reason. Yeah, this movie, it, like, it looks good, but then you... Not, not yeah, I'm going to stick with 36. It, like, it looks like it could be cool, but then you see the the, over, the rating. You're like, there ain't yeah, no way this 13. is going to be that good. Um, I'm going to go with... I feel like I'm about to go real high. You said how much? 36. I'm about to say something wild. I'm about, to, about to say 63. <laughs> I really so. was wild. I was like 64. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really contemplating going there, because it... Give it a sixty-four. This movie, I'm, I regret it already. But I don't feel a down the middle vibe. But I don't know how low I want to go because this ain't limbo. Um, all right, so scary stories of down the dark. I'm giving it a sixty-four. Next up, we got the kitchen. 
What are you giving the kitchen? <laughs> the kitchen. Based on a comic book, but starring Melissa McCarthy, Tiffany Haddish, and Elizabeth Moss. In a serious movie. Right now, in my head, I have 54, but I would like to do some research. All right. Well, while you researching, I'm going to go out on a limb. Like, like a, a tree squirrel branch. on a bre- tree branch. And, okay. Uh, this dude be stumbling, fumbling, and mumbling. You're going to me. Uh, I'm going to give it a 79%. Okay. I'm predicting that this movie going to be good. And I am It got Dom Hall Gleason in it. If that entices anybody. The director. What has this director done? This director has written the screenplays for Sleepless. That's a bad movie with Jamie Foxx. Okay, so... Dang it. Am I, this is Blood high. Father. I dropped the ball. But, which is very bizarre, straight out of Compton. This, hey, this lady... To 70, I don't know where it is. I'm going to 79. Um, this could be a hit or a miss. What has she directed, though? This is our only... This is our directorial debut. I already know when we come on the next episode, I'm going to be like, that was the dumbest score I could possibly give this movie. All right, so uh, she did, uh, she's been in some movies too, like World Trade Center. Oh, no, she wrote World Trade Center. She wrote Straight Outta Compton, World Trade Center, Blood, Father, and Sleepless. Yeah, it's a mistake. Hmm. I already know this was a Yeah, mistake. I'm, I'm going to stick with 54. This is a mistake, and I ain't talking about girl beef. That bar was hard. No, it wasn't a crowbar. Oh, my gosh. All right, I'm going to just leave it at that, and I'm going to just hope that once we get on the next episode, that they ain't got the reviews for some of those movies coming out later down the line. Uh, so was Sleepless, Rotten Tomato score, okay, 24. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was bad. Uh, <laughs> Bloodfather's Rotten Tomato score, 89. Yeah, that person's up and down. Yeah. They really just, they are surprising. It was, you don't know and what it starred do. Mel Gibson and Diego Luna. All right, Diego. All right, but to result or uh, to recap, we got scary stories to tell in the dark. I'm giving it a 64. You're giving it a 36 percent, and then the kitchen. I'm giving it a 79. And you said what again? 54. 54. All right. After those movies come out, we will resolve those predictions. But uh, we got Blu-rays or something. Oh yeah, I forgot to pull that up. Like some pants. Like a diaper. No, it's terrible. If this take forever to pull up, then we ain't doing Blu-ray this week. <laughs> Blue, uh, because I don't be prepared. Blue. You got red rays, though? <sighs> I got red rags. You got to keep that stuff away from me. Not a gang member, though. All right, so what have we had? What have we missed? Let's see, we didn't do it last week. Or did we do the week before? Maybe. Mm. Yeah, because... We said Pet Cemetery, right? If we didn't, I'll put Never See Again. <laughs> it was trash. All right, so that brings us to... Let's, uh, let's see. Shazam. Yeah, because we said Shazam, I believe. Oh, yeah. So Shazam. That was... All right, let me keep going. Let me talk myself through this. So, last boy, we got a leader, a battle angel. Never seen it, so I would put at uh, might rent. We got Hellboy, the remake, huh? If for people who don't know, 
I guess I would say finally and trade to saying it again. So, I, but it ain't. I mean, it wasn't good. I put if somebody like, hey, you want to see how bad Hellboy is? Like, all right, <laughs> yeah, you can watch it while I'm tired, so I can fall asleep on it and have a reason not to watch the other things. So I put might rent. Have you seen Missing Link? Nope. I do want to see that, though. All right, so that brings us to this week, and the films we have this week are well, The Long Shot. I didn't realize that came out. Okay, I'll put that as a, um, should I go must on it? I'll put that as a high acceptance of gift. I thought it was a good movie, funny movie, so if somebody want to hook me up with that, John, go ahead, pass me the rock, like a crackhead. Uh, did you see The Ugly Dolls? Is that an animated movie? Uh-huh. Nope. All right, so then we'll just do one random throwback. How about... Like a Tracy McGrady jersey. No, how about the entire Star Trek trilogy? Nah, you can go ahead and uh, never watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't no nerd. <laughs> All right. Wait, which one? The recent ones? Yeah, the recent ones. Oh, never nice. mind. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about like uh, nah, the 70, about, 80 days. I'm talking about the Chris Pines, the Star Trek, the Star Trek Into Darkness, and Star Trek Revenge of... Beyond? <laughs> what was the third one called? Star Trek Beyond. It was? It was Star Trek, Star, Star Trek, Trek Into, into Darkness, Darkness Star, and Star Trek, Trek Beyond. Beyond. <sighs> a whack little title. I ought to call it Star Trek Revenge of... Idris. I mean, if that's what you want to call it. <laughs> that's not what I would call it. He was a villain. <laughs> I thought he was the villain in the second one. <laughs> What's the second one? Second one had been at Cumberbatch as Khan. I mean, they tried uh, to tell us okay. it wasn't Khan for the longest time. Yeah. Then we see the movie and find out he is Khan. And all the yeah. nerd was up in arms. It like, was a Khan. Like they said, put your hands up. You're, uh, all right, we, we heading towards that extended <laughs> 15 I put on to this episode. So, And if you're just going to be saying <laughs> whack bars like this, we can wrap it up like some leftovers. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's been, that's been another episode of the Leo B. Jill. Oh. <laughs> what you want to call it? Blah, blah, blah. Leo B. Jill podcast. It is Mr. Invisible himself, Leo Archibald, also known as Leo the Average, also known as... The fact that it's almost 11, that this is, is the latest yeah. we've ever gone. I'm going to be at home at midnight. <laughs> I'm going to get four hours of sleep. This is ridiculous. This is nutty. Uh, I, can, I can still feel the rain uh, flow <laughs> through my system that I had earlier, which is the... Energy drink that's like bang, but definitely it takes forever to hit you. But when it does, it hit you. It hit you. Oh, that three three hundred grams of calories, caffeine. Woo! I'll be sea walking across hey, this table. Hey, that thing feels nutty sometimes. But anyways, getting making, yeah, <laughs> stretching it out like a last three minutes. Um, yeah, it's Leo Archibald, man. You already, I ain't even gonna go through all my names. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's, it's Rolly, man. The Fitbit Messiah himself. And, uh, uh, as your boy walking, Penny's wear for all our stuff is on our stuff. You can hear this on the things. And if you listen to this, you already know where you listen to it at. So you hit the links that's at the bottom of the of the description. Yeah, open it up and whoop de wop. All right, all right. I guess this is everything. Guess it's time to end this off because we ain't got nobody on the stinky list. No, nope, so. not yet. Here's to... looking at you, Nina Dobrev <laughs> and Chloe Grace Moretz and Joey King. She done got herself off of it. But Kissing Booth 2 is coming out soon, so 
Super mm-hmm. Irie. But she's nominated for a Emmy right now. Mm-hmm. So Dang, that's impressive. So is uh, Patricia Arquette, but it wasn't for what I thought it was. I thought she was nominated for that too, but she was nominated for something else. Hey, the best and the worst. Whatevs. <laughs> All right, so I guess it's time to end this off with the uh, yeah. Your finger broken, Playboy. Oh my gosh! I'd have said yes. Time to nope. nope.